a uh, pistol in my hand at the time. Um, I was really ticked off. When I was having this fit, I had I was waving the gun in the air, okay, and I had this fit. And at this moment, I said, okay. Undercover, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, with your host, Joe Montaldo, right here on the Paranormal Radio Network. Welcome to UFO Undercover, with your host, Joe Montaldo. Good evening, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are on our big, beautiful blue planet. Happy Yule to all my witch friends out there. Happy solstice to everybody else. And, oh, happy holidays for my friends that aren't celebrating Christmas, which is just, ooh, three days away. Which, yes, we do say Merry Christmas here to whoever just posted that. No, we do. Um, well, no, because, look, celebrate whatever holiday you want. If you want to celebrate Kwanzaa. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter if you're Jewish holiday. Hanukkah's fine. You're 12 days of Hanukkah. Just celebrate whatever it is that makes you happy. I don't personally care. Do I celebrate Christmas because of Christ? No, because Christmas isn't his actual birthday. So to me, Christmas is just a holiday. Uh, it's, it's laid on a pagan holiday, which is the solstice, right? Right, Either on or right there by it. So it's a little different for me, but yeah. But I still say Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> It's just stop. You, you, when you say Xmas, you take Christ out of Christmas, whatever. Um, well, that's how you feel. 
Well, I don't really say Xmas. It's actually just it's just Christmas. Uh, yes, but anyway, that's what tonight's about. Is Santa Claus an alien? Could he be an alien? Ooh, we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Joining me later tonight is John and Emily Goodwin. We will be giving away two lightsabers, probably nine or twelve. I think I got twelve of the books left, so we're going to probably give away twelve sets tonight of three. Uh, and I think I'm done after that. Yes, 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 yes. Well, we'll have something for next week. We're giving away stuff all the way until the first year, and we will be giving away some more lightsabers next week. Um, I'll be on tomorrow night. We'll be giving away some lightsabers as well tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, we're going to be giving away, yes, we're giving away a lot of them. Well, it was originally only going to be six, then it was 12, and then we just decided, uh, I didn't decide, the, the person who owns the shop decided, yes, two lightsabers a day is what we've been giving away. Oh, what can I say? He's a very generous person. Well, no, it's been his, it's helping his business out. He was telling me it's, he's got, he sold quite a few lightsabers because of it. Well, because we're in here fighting, La Sela. Hold on. This is what I have for when Santa comes visiting me, buddy. I'm ready. He will get probed. Unless he has my presence. I don't want to see no cold. I want to see some presents or else. <laughs> Actually, we've pretty much already celebrated Christmas by installing uh, quite a lot of flooring through my house uh, and uh, all new appliances and new furniture. So it's already been Happy Merry Christmas for Joe and Linda. So it's just Happy Merry Christmas for everybody else now. But really, I mean, you know, there's lots of legends about Santa Claus and his grumpus and all kind of other things and how Sonic came to be and who St. Nicholas was and so on and so forth and why it became to be the massive insane holiday it is today. So technically this should be a more somber holiday. Yes, you should have a tree, but things should be treated a little bit differently than it shouldn't be like the biggest money-making day of the year. Mm. Especially if you're a Christian or any religion for that matter. If you're out there spending all this money on this holiday, you really don't understand what the season's about. Yes, it's about giving, but not necessarily giving of cheap shit crap or just things in general. It's about a whole lot of other things. No, and that's what not this show is about. No, <laughs> this show is about time displacement. Could Santa Claus be using time displacement? I mean, he's got to make the world in 24. I'm thinking it's it's 364 days a year is what I'm thinking. He's just zing, 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 zing through time. And well, it's, it, <laughs> is it physically impossible? As far as I know, it's physically impossible to deliver to 8 billion people in 24 hours. And it's not even 8 billion. It's, it's probably more like 2.5 billion, 3 billion, something like that. But still, it's impossible. Yes, unless you're doing time displacement or something along those lines. He could be an alien. A lot of things could be an alien in our history. I mean, we can <laughs> we can speculate all night long. And there are a lot of things in, in past wonders that could be... Well, when you look at the little people... Or a lot of these weird things they seen through all out through the Europe, Europe and then and what they got the gins and the genies. I mean, there's just lots and lots and lots and lots of these things that actually could be extraterrestrials. Well, you can only identify them from the time zone you're in, or I shouldn't say time zone you're in, but the period you're in, where you live. And so today, we know about extraterrestrials, whether they're real or not. We do know about them, thanks to Hollywood and television, the government, and everything else. We know that extraterrestrials are a thing. So it's so it's easier to, for us to say, oh, no, that's an extraterrestrial. But back even 100 years ago, it could have been a demon. It could have been a sub-demon. It could have been some other type creature. Yeah, it's, uh, zip, uh, zoo. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't get it out of my mouth. Cryptozoology, it's, uh, it could be something along those lines. 
just some other thing that we don't know about. Well, people tell me all the time Bigfoot's an alien. I don't, I don't know why. I really still ain't figured out why they want to make Bigfoot an alien. I mean, really, it just doesn't really make that much sense to me. It's, um, oh, Bigfoot's an alien. Why? Why does he have to be an alien? Why can't he be, let me see, who was it? Lloyd Pye. I don't know if you all are familiar with Lloyd Pye. He was a guy who did the alien skull for a long time. The child and the alien skull, he did that for a long, long time. Well, Lloyd Pye speculated that today's today's Bigfoot is probably the old days Neanderthal or something like that. That just That's what they generated, they became. Because everybody forgets there was more than one type of human around back in the day. Two million, three million years ago, there was a, well, we know for sure there was, was Cro-Magnum and Neanderthal. We know that. But they think there was three or four other types besides that. And some skulls found in South America suggest that there's at least two other types of man that was running around. So could we, you know, have, have we brought them out? Has Cro-Magnum brought them out? Or have they simply evolved into something else that we don't see? And, and it's kind of weird, but some of the tribes in South Africa, I mean, South, uh, South America, the skulls of these humans are different than ours. They're, you know, so if you go around the world looking at human skulls, they're basically the same thing. In this particular area, they're not. They're shaped differently than ours. No, they're not shaped like Cro-Magnum. They're just shaped differently than ours. Was it an offshoot of another human race? We don't know. Was it alien intervention? I have no idea. We just don't know what it is. Uh, and today's science is, is still trying to figure it out. They're like, what is this? What could this be? Uh, why does this exist separately? And then there was also skulls found of something slightly different than theirs. So what is it? I don't know. You mean the alien child? No, I actually held it in my hand. Okay, so to put this in perspective, this is a much bigger skull than ours. It was yay, about yay round. It was shaped. So this thing, you would figure when you looked at it, you figure it's going to weigh a couple of pounds. When you picked it up, it was like air. I mean, it was like, yeah, you felt like you could just crush it with your hands. It's how fragile it felt, but it wasn't actually fragile. You could actually beat it on stuff. I mean, it was super tough. I don't know what killed him. There was no damage to the skull. Um, so I don't know what killed him. Maybe it was just old age. Maybe he lived that long or it lived that long and just finally died out. But the suggestion is, is that the ba the child that was found, the skull that was found with the child was that the child, yeah, the child was part of the DNA on the skull. They can't, they can't recognize. And part of it is human. So they figured this was a hybrid. That, you know, maybe the daddy or mama or whatever was there or disappeared. There was a, a female found there who was 100% human, which I'm pretty sure they said matched to this, this baby skull. But the, the rest of the DNA couldn't be identified. No, they didn't say it wasn't. It was not. It was bad or something. They said it just couldn't be identified. And what we know about skulls today, what we know about the making up of skulls today, the material or whatever it was just isn't found here. Or it hasn't been found here yet. Well, I, I hate to say because you never know down the line we might find something like that. Well, thank you. Look, it's it's Rudolph. Rudolph's hanging out with us tonight. <laughs> no, it's not a real tie. It's one of the things you get from like the dollar store. Somebody brought me a couple of them. Um, so, I mean, we just don't know exactly what went on two million years ago, three million years ago. We just, we have ideas and, you know, scientists want you to think, that evolutionary is a sound theory and is, is, it doesn't have it's not a sound theory. It, it, it's just not there yet. First off, there's no missing link. There's no, and then there's another real problem. Did you know RH negative people don't share the Reese's monkey gene? There is no monkey gene in them. But there is an RH positive. So then, you, then you've got a split right there in our own race. You've got a split. 
So some of us came from monkeys and some of us didn't. So does that really suggest that all of your genes or what you are actually all came from a monkey? No, it doesn't. It suggests that it was much more versatile than that, that it was something else. Oh, no, it's not that we don't have monkey genes in us. Well, the RH positive people do, too. They, they have 2% Reese's monkey gene. That's what they have. That's what RH stands for, by the way. So knowing this is different. It's, it's hard to grasp this on, on what could have caused this or how this could have been caused. Why this could have been caused might even be a better way of saying it. Uh, Raymond, yes, it is true. We're going to have a Roku channel. I have no idea. I'm waiting on um, the company that sets up the network and all for them to let us know when it's up. I haven't seen it yet. No. I will email them in the next day or two waiting to see what's going on. But it's the holidays. And, you know, what can I say? It's the holidays. It's hard to get people worked on the holidays. Oh, that's from uh, Battlefield Earth. Were you talking about that right behind me? And it's from Battlefield Earth. That's a sign. Yeah, that's a sign copy. It's 86, if I remember right. I'd have to get it down, take it out, and show you. But I believe it's uh, the it's copy 86. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. It's a good chance that humans, us humans, we humans, whatever you want to call us, have some type of alien DNA in us. It would also explain why um, we don't automatically see it. Well, if you're searching for something strange and different, but it's in your DNA, then it wouldn't be all that strange and different. You see, we don't really actually know what compiled our DNA. I mean, we can go back to building blocks of life all the way back to whenever, whenever the primordial, primordial soup got lit up. But that doesn't explain us today. And it doesn't explain, it actually doesn't explain a lot of things. So 500 million, we'll argue 700 million years of life on this planet. When I mean life, I mean like life, you know, like lions and tigers and bears and all that. But in different generations, there were different things. So, so it's us. And before us was a dinosaur era. But there was eras before those that were actually just as, as robust. And uh, you got to wonder, why is there no trace of them anywhere? Really and truly, no, there's been five, five mass extinctions on this planet. The last one being the dinosaurs. I forgot the name of the one before that. But you can see animals. But after that, there's just no proof that they ever existed. Everyone's a little trace here, a little trace there, but there's really not. Mm, well, the planet, when you're talking 500 million years, the planet's been turning and churning and churning and whirling and screaming and cracking and changing and uh, overturning itself to some of the stuff on the top's back in the lava pit now and uh, turning into molten lava and just, you know, that's not much can save, uh, survive that. Diamond, yeah, well, if it's a diamond, it can survive it. But diamonds, you know, we know it makes diamonds. What do you mean, like on the ring? No, because it would melt the ring for deuces. <laughs> well, cut diamond would be interesting if you found one. I mean, they are the out-of-place artifacts that people have found in different things. Pieces of coal. Yeah, they found stuff in pieces of coal and, and inside geodes and things like that. Things that shouldn't be there. Oh, there's been some hoaxes, too. I don't want to tell you that no one's tried to hoax this because people have tried to hoax this. But for the most part, uh, most of the stuff is found is, is unexplainable. It's just there. Uh, there was a, um, a cog found in a, a hunk of coal. It's a chunk of coal about this big. And there was a cog inside of it, a platinum cog, no less, uh, which I have no idea what this was for. It was about yay big around. It was all intact. You could even see the pin groove. Yeah, where it sl slid on and had the little square groove where it held it in place. You can even see whatever there was a pin that went through, probably a cotter key. I don't know what this thing was or where it came from. And I don't know how it was in a piece of coal 
that was formed, what was it already say, 55 million years ago. What the hell? How are you going to explain that? And, and, and so all that says is there was somebody here before us that was using a technology along the lines we were. What happened to them? Well, people tell me all the time, oh, there were civilizations before us. Okay, but you have to prove that. And other than some uh, one calendar, uh, uh, one, one, one cover stone, and um, what was it? It was one cover stone. Oh, and some maybe footprints that were underneath the dinosaur's footprints. Other than that, there is nothing that would even suggest that anything lived that far back. I mean, like us, anyway. Well, the thing about the footprints is, is they look too good. Now, there was a set of these that were debunked. They were debunked. They were in Arkansas, and those were debunked. They, when they pulled it out, they, could, they found out that the mud underneath had been disturbed, so they proved it. But the other set that was following the dinosaur was actually following. You could see it following the dinosaur, but there was another set of tracks over the top of that, and, uh, but they were in mud. So when you took the mud off and you got to the rock, uh, there was a, two sets of footprints side by side created at the same time. There was a set of dinosaur prints. And there was a set of human or a set of what looked to be human footprints. Yeah, well, humans are humans. Okay. Two million years ago, if you look at us, our feet were shaped differently than they are today. So if you go on back 63, 64, 65, 80 million years ago, oh, are they, why would they look just like us? Now, maybe it was a foot. There was a reptilian foot of some type in the claw marks and all, but the one next to it was very clear. Mm, I know. It's a tough one. Well, you can't really debunk it because it does exist. What it was is we don't really know. But they're individual toes. Yes. And it looked like one of our foot. If you looked at any human footprint on the beach or in the mud, you would think that's what these were. So I have no idea what the hell they are. Uh, that's why they call them out-of-place artifacts because they're out-of-place artifacts. They shouldn't be there. Yes, maps and stuff. There's, there's just little nitpicking things that suggest there was something or someone here before us. But who and what it was is anyone's best guess. Well, I mean, we could have been this race. We could have fallen and climbed up. You know, let's look at it this way. It's taken since the last extinction, 63 million years ago, it's taken humans that long to get to where they are today, 63 million years. The dinosaurs ran around on planet for, I think, 300 million years. That means three different times we could have risen and fallen inside that 300 million years. Before that, it was another 300 million years. I think before that, 200 million So, each, each one of those, those four other times could have given off life like us or something like us. I mean, a lot of people think the raptors evolved into a human type being. They kind of look like the greys. Actually, it's kind of freaky looking. When, they, when there's a program, I don't know, um, originally it was at Harvard. I'm sure they actually got better stuff these days. But when they originally ran this raptor forward to what it would look like, it became, it got on two feet and had two hands. It looked like a human, but its head was shaped a little round. It looked kind of like a grey. Like a cross, like a hybrid between a, a human and a gray. It was freaky looking. It kind of caught me off guard the first time I seen it. I was like, what the hell? And it was just a rendering done by a computer. Well, the AI's now today is much, much better than it was back then, yes. So no telling what it would come out today if somebody did it again. But anyway, it goes. These raptors, given just 30 or 40 million years, would have became like us or smarter or better than us. We don't really know because if they would have evolved, if they wouldn't have got it wiped out, they probably would have evolved in less than two or three more million years. They would have became a uh, type of human being. I mean, they already hunted in packs. They communicated with each other. They were smart already. So, I mean, 
they had hands and feet. They, they would eventually lost their tail and got taller and, and or shorter. It just depends and became more like us. Hmm. Well, were they true reptiles is the question. So I've talked to a lot of archaeologists over the years and I've talked to a lot of people who work in, with reptilians and Basically, they don't they don't think those were reptiles like what we consider reptiles, like cold blood, like the like the alligator or the crocodile. He needs to go sit in the sun to warm himself up. They don't believe raptors were like that. They, they don't think they were exactly warm blooded, but they do believe that action, movement, and other things could get their blood and keep it at a certain temperature. Also, some of the bigger dinosaurs they discovered were like that. Also, they weren't exactly what we would consider cold blooded. Yeah, their their circulatory systems were more like ours. Mm, yeah, that's freaky in itself. Well, we all have a reptilian section in our brain, so don't forget that. If we got time, we'll talk about that. But um, yeah, no, every human on the planet has a reptilian section in their brain. Oh, people get so mad when I say that sometimes. I was giving a lecture not even that long ago, right after COVID. I was right after break. I was giving a lecture at a, a press club and. I looked at the audience and we were talking. And I said, and they, some lady asked me some questions. I said, well, you know, all of us have a reptilian section of brain. She flipped out, started speaking in tongues at me, cussing at me, said I was going to burn in hell. I was like, what? I mean, really? This is insane. I, I, every time I think about it, I'm like, God, you got to be kidding me. But, you know, what can I say? She, she was... She was flippy ippy outy, is all I can tell you. What? Uh, wait. Um, oh, let me think. What was it called? I know I'm gonna blow this. Uh, Basalia giglia. I think it's something along those lines. Bas. It's B A S A L, if I remember right, and it's like ganglia. Basal ganglia. Yeah, you'd have to go look it up for yourself to be sure. Well, no, I ran across it by accident. I was actually researching something else when I ran across this and uh, it got me to thinking about some other stuff that I had been working on. Well, without it, you, 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 it's okay. This is what it is really without it. You would just be a wimp. You would, you, you, when fear, you wouldn't have that fear, that secondary instinct. It's, 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 the one that gives us self-preservation, it helps to conduct our behavior patterns, things along those lines. That's what it does. So if you remember the stories of, of the Sumerians talking about the, the race that was created for slavery, they weren't like that. They looked just like us, but they weren't scared of things. They just went out and did whatever they were told. They procreated maybe, and they never asked why. Well, with, with the reptilian part of the brain added in, they did start asking why. And they didn't like being shoved around and pushed around. That that's part of what we who and what we are. Trying to hide that or deny that just is denying who you are. Well, that's no, like anything. You have to learn how to control. You can't just you can't just say, "Okay, I'm gonna go reptilian on everybody." No, you got to control that stuff. Um, you know what? Let me see if I can find a link on it since you're gonna bug me crazy about it. Uh, let's see. I can let me see. Oh, I know it's in here somewhere. I might even have it in here. Which connection between the reptilian and human brain? We don't really need that. Yeah. But really, that's really what it does. Huh? 
Well, okay. First off, it depends who you read. As certain people can read, it says it, it, the hemisphere controls our intellect and how fast we gain it. And maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. If, again, if you believe the Sumerian stories, that is true because the first race, or probably the fifth race, but the first race we, we're connected to was just a pushover race. They didn't do anything. They never questioned anything. They just do what they were told without question and just did it. And they didn't really fear anything. They didn't run from anything. They just, you know, if I had to die, I had to die. It's just, it's just the reptilian brain. That's, that's really what it controlled in us. But it also sparked our intellect as well. Yeah, again, without it, we would not be the race we are today. And that's not saying it's all good or bad. It's about 50-50, I would think. But yes, you can learn about it. Uh, Glenda, John, and Emily will be on with us in about 40 minutes. Well, about 20 minutes, I'm sorry. Uh, well, the story basically went that the an alien race had came here and found the, the beginnings of the Sumerian race and helped the Sumerian race to grow and, and, and use that, that rough DNA to create basically a slave race. Now, there's two stories there, because one of them says they came here and created the Sumerian race. Uh, they, they tried a bunch of different combinations, and they finally settled on a human type like us, but something that was, was born to just answer, just to do what they were told. They just weren't, you know. And then somewhere along the line, what the Dogon called Neribru, the, the Narun, the uh, reptilians, came and took, took a bunch of the women, raped them, brought them back. Those women had children, and children were different. The original story was we thought they looked different, but that's not what they meant. They meant they acted differently. They, they were like, well, I'm not doing that. Screw you. You go plow that damn field. And, of course, that interbred through the society, and eventually there was a, yeah, eventually there was a revolution and kicked them out. Well, I'm sure the aliens could have wiped them out, but with the reptilians being here too, they might, they might have considered that an act of war since they were relatives. So they just backed off and left. Yeah, and the reptilians hung around for a while. And they're, they're both still around. They, I mean, they do regular abductions, but that's why the Greys were sent to keep them two idiots from getting into a war. Well, the reptilians felt this was their planet because they were here first and that they had no business creating a species. And if there was going to be a species here, it had to at least have part of their DNA because the reptilians had come here a long, long time ago and established a colony. And, and when whatever this massive destruction was coming here, they knew about it. So some of them went home. No, they didn't go. Draco's not, Draco's just another colony. Yeah, well, it's a world, but it's a colony world. Doesn't matter how big it is. It could be billions of them. It's still a colony from the original homeworld. From what I understand, the original homeworld is way, way on the other side of our galaxy where the Greys live. It's 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 a it's a even even with the way they travel, it's still a pretty decent flight. Well, because they've been expanding slowly, but you remember the Greys are supposed to be a billion to a billion and a half years old. That's even at sublight speed, at subwarp speed, they could cross through the cosmos hundreds of times in the time we, it took us to get to where we are today. Well, it's only 160,000 light years. So even at, at half light speed, it's 320,000 years. Well, you figure 320,000 years, it's three times every million. And we're talking 1.5 billion. Yeah, you know how many times before you can go back and forth in that time and establishing colonies and, and port worlds and refueling places and, and, and you know, wherever whatever the world is, the colony or whatever it is where they, the, the council gases together. So we just forget in a 13 almost, well, in a 14 billion year old universe, 
humans are only 2 million years old. The universe is 14 billion years old and we're 2 million. What is that? 0.000001%? Um, it's just ridiculous. And we want to act like we're the big boys on the block. For our society, I mean, I hope we advance more because when the big boys on the block show themselves, we're going to realize we just little catfish in the pond. Um, yes, because they're far more advanced than we are. They have a different understanding of the universe they are. It's like Father Monsignor Balducci. When I met him in Washington, D.C., I think it was in 2009, uh, we were talking about extraterrestrials and how the Vatican knew that extraterrestrials were real and what the Vatican thought about these so-called extraterrestrials. So I had Paula Harris translate it for me, by the way. So she's translating away, and we're talking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then all of a sudden, he just blurts it out, and they do think that these extraterrestrials live and are live and are on a higher plane with the Almighty than we are. And he just said it outright. He thinks they have a much higher spiritual relation than we do because they've been around for so long, and they're so old. And even those, think about this, even the greys at 1.5 billion years, and the universe is 14 billion years old, even they aren't that old compared to the universe. So what bothers me is when my Christian friends and or any of my friends say that we're the only thing in the universe cracks me up. Or when they try to say the universe is other than what it is, when you can plainly see through any telescope, it is not. It is vast, it is huge, and it is all over the place. And there's far more darkness than there is light. Yes, when you look out there for yourselves, even though these, these galaxies are massive, I mean, there are galaxies out there a hundred times the size of ours, and still they're just a drop in the bucket in the grand scheme of the universe. Well, it is interesting how some of them cluster together and how some of them go zoning out apart and how some of them are moving slower from the core and some are not. Well, the Big Bang is probably not the theory that we're going to stick with with how the universe came to be. Well, we've learned since then. There's other things we've learned. Um, yes. Well, it doesn't it suggest because of the way, first off, the cluster of the galaxies themselves is interesting. Why are they clustering together? Now, I guess if they were all shooting out at the same time and they all ended up with the same gravitational field and they're all rotating around each other, but that's not actually what it looks like. It looks more like it's a cluster and they're just sitting there and they're spinning in one direction, but none of the galaxies are moving on the inside. Yeah, because there's no rubbing of its sides. You don't see any any destruction don't get me wrong. I mean, we're talking about things that are hundreds of billion years away, light years away. So we're seeing them in back in time. We don't know, you know what is actually going on now. We'd have to live 100 million years just to see what's, what's happened over 100 million years. But at these points, these galaxies are at least, you know, 10, 15 billion years old. So at least we understand that they've been around for a while and they've been working at the same, the same way they're, they're built the same. It's just a strange thing. That's, and anytime I ask an astronomer, they just look at me like, well, Joe, we haven't figured that one out yet. Well, at least they're honest. Because I've, I've asked other astronomers about it, and they try to come up with some long bullshit theory. And I'm like, none of it makes sense. Well, I'm an animus, amateur astronomer, yes. I know a lot about astronomy. I did quite a lot of stargazing when I was young. I still do stargazing even today. It's um, Sometimes I'm out looking UFOs and I'm stargazing. Well, you might as well enjoy yourself when there's no UFOs flying around. Well, Daryl, and the other brother, Daryl. All we know for sure is a galaxy or the known universe 
is 14 billion years old, approximately. So everything you see in it right now, whenever it, it discharged in or out, well, they say our galaxy is 14 billion years old, which means it was one of the first ones. And remember, the further away you are from the galactic core, uh, the longer your universe has been around. So when you look backwards in time to the way we think the start of the universe was, we're way past these guys. We're way out here past these guys. I mean, we're starting to get into thinner and blacker space. I mean, and we've been steadily, our hungry universe, a hungry galaxy, the Milky Way, is steadily eaten up by the galaxy. Right now, we're actually eating three. Um, I forgot the name of the last one we're eating. It's a, it's a mainly a red star galaxy, usually um, Sagittarius galaxy. Uh, it's been steadily munching down on it along with two others besides that. And eventually, in about 900 million years, we're going to start to merge with the Andromeda galaxy. And we're going to make one massive galaxy. Eventually, the two black holes will either be side by side or become one. And this thing will be massive. It will be three times the size it is right now. Andromeda, because it will eat us. It's the bigger galaxy. I think Andromeda is already like two or three times the size of us. And it will eat us, just like we're eating everybody else. And, and we think now that's how galaxies actually grow, uh, by eating other galaxies. Yes, we didn't know that until recent times. And like I said, one day it's going to eat us. We'll, we'll start rubbing. We'll start the edges. will start rubbing together and stuff will start shooting around. And then uh, galaxies will start colliding with other galaxies. I mean, uh, other solar systems will start colliding with other solar systems. There's going to be a lot of chaos until it actually settles down. But like I said, we're eating a Sagittarius galaxy right now. And a lot of these red stars, uh, these red stars are being deposited around or near Earth. So there's a theory and it's just a theory that Earth may have came from the Sagittarius galaxy and had been deposited here with those red dwarf stars that were not actually native to the Milky Way. And that may be true. We, we don't know. I hear scientists go back and forth. And I get tired of listening to the argument because first it's yeah. Second it's no. Then it's yeah. Then it's no. Then it's yeah. Then it's no. Then it's yeah. It's no. And it's always the same people saying the same stuff. Well, to put in... And so right now... Our galaxy, I mean, our solar system is surrounded by red dwarf stars that do not belong to the Milky Way. We know for a positive that they came from the Sagittarius galaxy, and we're in the middle of them. So either we've been lucky and they've just been going around us and missing this, or we came in with that group of stars. When they were deposited in our galaxy, we were in that deposit. It's just about who you want to believe. There's no scientific fact on any of it. It's just who you want to believe. We do know, though, that all the red dwarfs around us come from that galaxy. So it's kind of weird that we're surrounded by them, but yet we're from here. And it is possible that they just went around us as they came in. And it's also possible that we were in the center of the group of them when they were deposited. Well, yeah, you can still see part of the galaxy is arcing out of ours. Yeah, you can see it. It's, um, oh, you'd have to look it up, but it just, just type in, uh, the galaxies that the Milky Way is eating. Something like that. It'll, it'll come up pretty easy. Oh, you found that stuff in the reptilian brain. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah, I know it is. Well, it makes you think about the universe entirely different. Oh, okay. Who's calling me from Baton Rouge? That stick red. That's what it means. It's not red stick. Baton means baton, like, and, and rouge means red. So it's stick red. We Everybody calls it because... Because everybody calls it red stick, but that's not what it actually means. It's backwards, yes. It's technically it's it's baton red if you want to get technical about it. 
That's what it means. It means it's an Indian. The native Indians. Oh, in about 10 minutes. Why? What, you got a question one of them or something? Now somebody calling from Louisiana. Uh, thank God I got it on uh, quiet. I know, man. You know, people know what time I do shows, so it can't be anybody I know. Uh, because they would already be doing it. Now I'm just typing this in real quick. Let's see what it comes up with real quick. So, um, <laughs> it's talking about it's been eating different galaxies for 4.5 years, large ones, small ones, satellite galaxies. And don't, and I forgot about that. We have satellite galaxies orbiting around ours. You know, stuff that they don't teach you in basic school. That you, you should learn these things. Why it's important the way to look at the universe correctly. Mm -hmm. But it is possible because we do know that galaxies, I mean, other solar systems have been deposited into the Milky Way from other galaxies because we're eating them. And then I remember when the theory came out that Earth might be from the Sagittarius galaxy, everybody gets so mad. I'm like, what does it make a difference? We're all from star stuff. We're all from the universe. And now we're just living in a different galaxy. I mean, before it happened, we weren't even alive when it happened. So what does it matter? Oh, it matters because scientists don't want to get their little egos hurt. You know, people, when you do science, you got to learn that you're going to be wrong more than you're right. Sometimes you got to, you know, re change your stories. I should say change your information. No, it's what I was saying earlier. Sandon must have some kind of, he might be friends with Doctor Who. Maybe they used a TARDIS to do it. Or maybe he's maybe his sled is a TARDIS. Uh huh. Y'all never thought about that, huh? He might be the Time Lord and Doctor Who ain't even figured it out yet. Doctor <laughs> Who's been with Santa Claus a couple times over the years. Well, for you youngins, y'all look at Doctor Who from uh, well, the, the, what the last five Doctors. But I look at Doctor Who from the last all the Doctors. I've seen you know all the Doctors. So, well, it originally started before I was born, but still, I went back and watched them. I've I've stumbled across it. Um, it was Doctor Number Four, the curly haired guy. Uh, I was up late night for me, whatever that was back in the day, and this weird thing came on. It was making this weird noise, and uh, Blake Seven was on, and something else was on. So I was watching all three of them. So well, it's another sci-fi. I watch it, and I was kind of like, man, this guy's a little weird with his little curly fuzzy hair and his his scarf that keeps growing and growing and growing. Around. But the more I watched it, and his companions, the more I liked it. So I found out that there was other ones, but you know, back then you just, we had like, it was on PBS actually, it was channel 12 down here. And we had four channels then. I remember when we started with one channel. Yeah. And uh, I remember when we got public broadcasting, everybody's like, oh, let's see what's going to be on public. And for the most part, it sucked. Just like it does today, for the most part, public broadcasting sucks. But, um, but Doctor Who was good. And I got hooked on it then. I've pretty much seen every episode since then. Well, it's bad for me because if you watch the past episodes, they take liberties in the new ones, thinking that these people didn't watch the old ones. Yes, because in the old ones, some of the stuff that they say happens here, the old ones say couldn't happen at all. Yeah, so it's just it's just one of those things. Yes, you know, it's kind of like um, Star Trek Discovery. It was just never Star Trek. It's good sci-fi, though, but it just was never Star Trek.
I can't help it. I like it as a sci-fi TV series. I think it's fine. As far as Star Trek, it's garbage. It's garbage. I mean, nothing in there is is canon. Nothing in there. It just doesn't fit. Well, there's been lots of Star Treks. Have you ever heard of a <laughs> sperm drive, asshole? <laughs> a spore drive, idiot. A spore drive. Have you ever heard of a spore drive anywhere in Star Trek before? I mean, there's lots of series. There's lots of movies. Yes. Oh, we had some weird mammal thing flipping us around. No, it was never even heard of. And Pike's been around. We know Pike. Pike's never said anything about this. It's, it was just, that's what it was. So looking at it, oh, and then, and then forget, don't forget, we know what went on in the 29th century. Remember, she went to the 29th century. That was a booboo on their part. But thanks to two different series, we know it goes on in the 29th century. Yes, and Jane Away was a lot of it. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, it was bullshit. And remember when, um, who was it? Uh, Scott Bakula got drugged to the future, which was the 29th century future, and a guy was telling him what it was because it was destroyed. Uh, it was nothing like what Discovery makes it out to be. It's just, it's just, I, it, they could have picked any century. Maybe it should have went to the 30th century. I mean, he could have done anything. They just, for some reason, they boo-boo. Because don't forget, that's where um, uh, the doctor's mobile emitter comes from, the 29th century. Oh, yeah, we know all of this. But for some reason, because these young writers have never watched, that's the problem with letting somebody write Star Trek who's never watched it before. It, it should be a rule. You have to watch all the series in order to write Star Trek. Because then you won't make these kind of stupidity boo-boos. So, so that kept it from ever being real Star Trek. Yeah, and the language. Let me tell you what. And this would matter what ship you were on. When fat girl gets up there and starts cursing first, they wouldn't let somebody out of boot camp that fat on, onto a ship. Not even the Enterprise. Because you're risking the, the health of your other people by not being able to perform. That's, that's just business. On top of that, if you use any curse word on board the deck, on, on, any, on any bridge, anywhere, you would be in a freaking brig. Instantly would be in a brig. Yeah, and if you're a shipman, you might curse. But if you're an officer, you would not. Oh, no, that just does not go. And it does not go in any of the Star Treks. The only one you'll even hear uh, Kirk cursing in is in um, Star Trek Four, and that's not real cursing. That's ignorant stuff. Yes. I'm just saying, I mean, if you pay attention because people see this stuff. And I remember I was listening to this James Winston guy the other day. He's talking about, well, None of the young people watch it. I said, what are you talking about? I said, still to this day, the first generation is still the favorite one. And it says not because of the baby boomers or the, or the X-Geners. It's the millennials and the Z-Geners. Kirk's just sexy. What can you say? I don't know what it is. I always thought he's a little goofy. I mean, you know, and that's, I guess it's a Kirk Spock thing. Of course, that's where Spock came from. And without Spock, he had several movies and, and several... Yeah, that wouldn't have, would have been crap. I no, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, I do. Um, well, I'm I'm getting ready to bring on. Uh, yeah, in just a second, I'm gonna bring on John, John and Emily and just about two shakes of a pony's leg. I don't know where does that kind of stuff come up from. But actually, Jesse, you can look up out of part um, out of place artifacts all day long. I mean, it's. It's one of those things that seems to be all over the place. Well, there's lots of information. Now, remember, before you go diving into out-of-place artifacts, remember, some of this will be total 
absolute BS. So pay attention to the, the people writing the articles. Pay attention to the information being given in articles, you know, where and, and make sure the dates are right. And what I mean by that is, okay, if somebody says it's from 30 million years ago or from 100 million years ago, you can tell the difference because you know how long it takes coal to form. Oh, really? Just do your homework and you won't get, you won't get, oh man, look, I've done so much homework and I've probably forgotten more than most people 40 years old even know. No, I'm not kidding you. Uh, uh, hey, what is who's this Sarah woman harassing me? That don't sound like John and Emily. What the hell is this? No, I'm reading emails while I'm talking to y'all at the same time. Uh, actually, I'm getting ready to bring them on in just a, in, like I said, just a minute. Who's shipping me packages? Oh, this is guy letting me know all his packages have been shipped. Very good. Just, just do with these with these uh, lightsabers. He is good. Like these two tonight, they will be to, in your hands tonight and tomorrow night will be in your hands by Christmas Eve. So you will have them for Christmas Eve. Yes. I think he's just like starting lightsaber fights in people's homes. Let's, let's have it out. Because what's happening a lot of times when, when we we give one away to a family, they end up going by in two or three more. Oh, it's 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 great. People love these things. Well, they're a lot of fun. I have fun with mine. I attack my stepdaughter all the time. She's got one. I got to watch it the other night. I was on the phone with somebody. She attacked me in a hallway to Huzzy. Aha, cut your arm off or cut your leg off. <laughs> no, it's just part of it. We, but we have a lot of fun with it. It's, uh, no, I really don't know. But, yeah, in just a second, I'm going to bring him on. Um, are you sure? No. So tell me when and maybe. All right, guys, I'm, I'm reading half this conversation while I'm talking to y'all. If you say so, well, I'm sending them an invite right now, but um, I'd have to check. I really don't know. Uh, Stephen Wentz is an executive producer for somebody. I just can't remember who it was. No, I remember his name. Some some TV series or, or show we were on. Yeah. No, he's not from Prometheus. That's not that's not who he is. No, I don't know why. I just can't remember his name for some reason. I mean, I can't remember uh, where it was. I've done a couple of gigs over the years when it comes to TV. Actually, it seems like we're going to be doing a lot more TV here shortly. Well, to be honest, I got I got coming up in this year, since this isn't going to be a COVID year, I've got quite a few gigs coming up. Uh, so, we well, we've been working with some of our hosts to help them make sure that they can handle the shows while we're gone, because really and truly, we've been really uh, setting up a lot of speaking engagements this year, both on TV and on mic. Uh, actually, I got a whole new series I'm going to do this. I haven't introduced it on the show yet, and I probably won't until after I do the first gig, which will be in summer sometime. Uh, well, you know, I work with the blood type, and I, wor I work with the reptilian in your brain, and, and different things when it comes with alien DNA and our DNA, and just every now and then... By luck, of, of course, I stumble across something, just like I did with the blood type. I just stumble across it. Well, when you do good re research, that's what happens. I'm sorry, guys. Just dropped the phone. Uh, that's what happens uh, when you're doing good research. When you're doing, you know, half-butt research, you'll never have that kind of luck. But when you're actually doing serious research, it's a whole different thing. 
No, I, I enjoy it. I mean, it's one of the things I actually enjoy uh, doing is I just, I like research. I really do. I should have been, I picked the wrong field to be in. I should have geeked out and just became a full-blown researcher. Yeah, because I like it. Like, oh, well, I get lost in it. It might be a better way of saying it. Um, you know, people will, I'll get into something. It's funny because I'll get into something and I'll hear somebody in the other room going, um, are you done? I'm like, no, I just started. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, it's been like seven hours. I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, I'm in deep shit after that. It's, uh, well, you know, you just get carried away. And I look and I look and I look and I keep finding more and more and more and more stuff. And I, and I look some more and I find more stuff and I just I get lost in the research. I know it's, it's, it's a, it's insane is what it is, but I, I mean, I so much enjoy it. But anyway, guys, let me, let me run the station idea and I'll bring John in tomorrow. We'll be back in about a couple of seconds. listening to UFO Undercover with your host, Joe Montaldo, right here on the Paranormal Radio Network. Oh my God, it's the mad Santa Claus. He's on the loose. Look at these little cute little bell things up in here behind us and stuff. Oh, look, we... we, wow. we Hey, what's up, peoples? What y'all up to tonight? What y'all 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 good? Y'all y'all getting all festive and stuff, getting ready and getting ready, yeah. Yeah, getting we're ready for what? For, uh, we're looking for um Santa Claus. We're out on the Santa Claus bus right now. Yes, we we were talking with Santa. You know, he you know he works with Doctor Who. That's where he manages to get around the world so fast. And uh see, we were doing that theory doing the show. People were like, wait, what? What? <laughs> I was like, you don't know who Doctor Who is shame on anybody don't know who Doctor Who is shame on you. Especially if you live out in Los Angeles or in the UK. Or if you're a science fiction fan. Oh, yeah. And definitely if you're a science fiction fan. So uh, I see uh, I see Sarah was spamming me something to get a chance to read it because y'all came. <laughs> and I think it's just an official one of y'all, whatever y'all got going on right now. But uh, so wait, before you even get started on anything else. So where are we now? So I know we're done with last year and how many where are we on submissions this year for for the year ne after the, not next year but the, not this year but the following year? Sorry, I couldn't get that out right. Well, we're in in uh, we're basically like really pushing hard for anybody that's that's made themselves a New Year's resolution eleven and two thirds months ago that they're going to get a story written. They're, they they want to do that. They've got their last. Uh, 10 days to go to be able to get the story submitted to rise the future or art to illustrate the future. It's um, we're definitely, you know, pushing it because um, it's the more I've done these interviews that we do on the podcast, the more I've talked to our judges, the more I realize there really is nothing else like this out there globally. You know, we know, oh, the yeah. United States, but any place else as well. And what's really fortunate that we're able to talk to you is that, you're in, we're in 110 different countries right now talking about this. And if, if you're an aspiring writer or have someone who's um, a loved one or a friend who um, wants to be a writer, this is the contest to do because it's, it's open to everybody. It's free to enter. And it's, um, 
it's got such a proven track record. We've got, we did some review of our reviews posted on volume 38. And it was just amazing what people have been saying about it, that there is nothing like this out there. And what gets published, and it has been being published for the last 38 years, now about ready to release volume 39, is um, um, it sets the standard and a trend for what's happening out there in the field of science fiction and fantasy. So even if you don't win, participating in it and just getting that recognition of having written a story is sometimes all that it takes to like keep a person going on trying to be creative in life. There aren't a whole lot of outlets to be able to support creatives. And this is one of those that's really important. You can take advantage of it. It doesn't cost you a thing. And the worst is going to happen is you'll get an email saying, thank you very much. You're not going to get judged. You're not going to get evaluated for that, you know, something that's well, disparaging. You'll judged, yeah. <laughs> you'll get judged literally. They'll judge you. Yes. Yeah, yes and no and yes all at the same time. <laughs> I know um, I got some pretty good feedback in the last couple of weeks from 38 and from 36. 37 is the reason that nobody's written to me about, but 36 and 38, uh, maybe it's because, you know, we're given three out of the time. So wow. maybe maybe they're, they're skipping the way they're reading. But I mean, I've heard some really good. Well, and I've also plugged some stories on on thirty eight and on actually on thirty six. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, but there, I know people enjoy reading them. I know um, we gave uh, two boxes to the library, and she told me she goes, "Yeah, we were just going to put them as a thing." And she said, we decided to give them. She said they were gone in less than an hour. They wow. were just gone. She said they were gone. So I gave her. I forgot what I want to. I want to th- say it was thirty six and thirty eight that I gave. Might have been thirty seven, thirty eight, but. Uh, I told her I had one last box. I was going to, I'll bring them. She was just, she was just stunned because, you know, she figured Christmas presents, we'll give them to the kids. I said, let, let the kids, I really, so to be honest, I've been pushing these, not so much with the high schoolers. I've been pushing them more with the middle schools and I, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, you know, and any lower they can get because I figured get them, get them now, you know, because yeah. high schools are too busy. They got too many other damn things on their brain. And you might catch one or two of them. But the, the middle schoolers are still ready to read. They're still, their imaginations are ripe, even the younger ones. And uh, I was talking with, um, Glenn, oh, what's her name, Glenda, and she was telling me uh, how they've been enjoying them. And she said, she's I was surprised at telling me about stories. She said, I haven't even read them yet. Journey time, so I said, I go sit down and read every story so I know what the hell we're talking about. And uh, so I'm just glad to see stuff like that because, you know, I've, I've donated over the last few years. I mean, in, in all fairness, in the 24 years I've been doing this, I've probably donated well in the 10th or more than 10,000 books. Wow. And uh, cause I mean, this year and, and last year, we're going to give away between the two years, we're going to give away 2,500 books or more. <clears throat> and, um, and we got a week left to go. And I know we had some boxes come in from Barnes and Nobles. I don't know what the hell they are. I haven't even looked at them yet. Yeah. And uh, they're all different sizes, which means the books are all different sizes. Every now and then they send me a back a hard, hard, they must just be hard covers. They're trying to get rid of or something because huh? they're never the same book. Never. And they're always hardback, and I'm like, and what did he? And then I look through them, like, one of them what was it last year, the year before? One of them was a Popular Mechanics book, but it was hardcover bound. I was looking at it going, it's a big ass book. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I was going to read this book. I figured it put me night night. But people got, uh, we did a little thing in one of the chat groups, and they got a damn argument over the damn book. Wow. Yeah, and then and so these, it's been different because we're giving away three at a time, so. Everybody's getting them, and uh, I know um, one of the ladies wrote to me, Josephine. She was from somewhere in Europe, and she wrote to me. She said, "No, I read them all now." She said, "I, I was real careful," and she said, "Because I'm giving each one each to my grandchildren." And I told them when they finish reading, they can swap them across to each other. 
I said, yeah. we should, I said, so she's, she's, she's doing that. And, um, and actually I think she said that more than likely the mom was just going to go buy the other two. I said, well, I told her, I said, when you go, there's way more material than just that. And I said, you should get them interested in some of the other material that's on the sites. I said, there's a lot of really good stories there. I said, and there's a lot of different genres that they write across. I said, I said, you should just sit. I said, if I, I just go over to galaxypress.com and just sit and look and, you know, find a genre you really like and, and choose one of those books or in a group of books. I said, because sometimes they're running specials. I said, so, you know, I just go over and check them out. She was, she was, she's a really nice lady. Her English is hard though. I mean, my English is bad enough. So, <laughs> you know, but ours was, you know, it was, it was rough, but we had, we had a good, we get a good chat. And now thanks to the internet, you don't have to be in text anymore. You can yeah. actually have, you know, real phone calls or mm -hmm. real calls or I can invite him in here and talk to him on here. Uh, either way, it's, it's, it's a nice, nice setup. And uh, you probably have someone in Kim Jong-un's family listen tonight. I did see North Korea log into the server a little while ago, about 15, 20 minutes ago. So how, whoever's listening over there, I don't get anybody in trouble. Welcome to the show. Currently tonight, I think we're somewhere around 187 countries. Because I noticed the first flag came up. And when the first flag comes up, it's 100 countries. And then when I see the second one, that's 150. I see the second one a little while ago. And all I was talking about was Santa Claus has a displacement engine on his sled. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, he's, he's got to get around his place somehow or another. And I, and I said, I told him. I got my radar set up with my graph was if I see any cold, buddy, I'm feeding somebody to the crocodiles. <laughs> I said, be, I said, somebody be smiling tomorrow. You'll see some hat, uncle, uh, uncle Santa's hat in the uh, alligator's mouth. Uh, what was that? James, uh, galaxypress.com. Oh no. Right. Is future.com. If you want to submit something, right. Is future.com. Yeah. You want to buy some galaxy press. I, I just go to both sites and just mill around. There's yeah. a lot of stuff there to look at. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Plus well, the people are right now too. We've got the uh, the free online writing workshop that people can take, which is taught by three of the top names in in science fiction and fantasy. That's available to anyone who wants to do it. It's free to log in and do. It takes how many hours? I mean, it's each person goes at their own pace. Three years. No, but no. It's really three years. But it's, uh, you should be able to get through it in ten to twenty hours. Three years. About five hours of video on it. it. Depends if you write a story as part of the workshop or not. So That's the part, I can't get past. It. I can't get halfway through and start hunting for UFOs. I can't get past the damn story part. Writing the damn story. You know what I'm gonna do this year? I'm just gonna take a chunk of that one I'm writing and stick it in. <laughs> I'm a cheat. Uh, what's it? Um, wait. Oh, Marcy. Marcy, where are you from? Oh, New Hampshire. How you doing up there? I bet you're freezing. You know what's off. Yeah, it's gonna be freezing here. Just in a couple of days, it'll be where I'm, I'm living right now. That, um, yeah, it's gonna be 18 here well, Saturday we're and Sunday. Southern California, and at the moment, the, the weather is set to be 80 on Christmas Day. Yeah, look, 80. Now we've 80. had Christmases at 80. I shouldn't say anything, but uh, we've had Christmases that you're outside in shorts and t-shirts because it's so damn hot outside. But ever yeah. since, ever since, this is what's weird about the South. So they announced global warming 10 years ago, and it's been getting colder and colder and colder down here. We We've had a bomb cyclone that's hitting you now. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, this, and this isn't even the coldest it's been down here. I mean, we one year we had icicles, really. There were 24 inches hanging off my house, 18 to 24 inches. I, I, I made a video and put it online. I was stunned. They actually closed every bridge in a 150-mile radius for seven days. Wow. I got videotape of the stupid cops running up the bridge and sliding. <laughs> 
they thought they were to get up that bridge. I mean, no way you get up that bridge. They get a running start from the other bridge and come down, get about halfway up and just start sliding back. You hear him ties and spinning. Uh, dude, you, they weren't even breaking through the ice to get to the concrete. It was, it was just, it was hilariously funny watching them. And there's nothing else you could do because everything else was, we were lucky. Uh, our internet and our power stayed up. There's a lot of people lost internet and power. Yeah. I would have figured a way out then. <laughs> I went to Florida or something. I took the long way along the coast. But no matter, I went somewhere else for sure. What's that, Jen? Yeah, we're going to give away two lightsabers. We'll do that in probably about 15, 20 minutes. Yes. And uh, we're going to give away some books. Yes. I can't give away, John. He's not mine. You got to talk to him about that. <laughs> I can't give him away. You got you to you talk to Emily about that. You got to catch him when she's he's in the doghouse or something. No, uh, no, they're in, they're in L.A. Yeah, they're always out there, sunny, bright, happy L.A. people. I know it's always warm out there. I've only the only time I the only time it was ever cool in L.A. is when I was stationed in San Diego, and for some reason, for like they had like a two week cold snap. I said it's just because I'm here and, and have leave. That's all it was. That's why we went down to Mexico, way down in Mexico, and spent two weeks down, hidden down. Oh, God. All I know is we were we were straddling the Baja Peninsula, and we just kept going along the edge of the coast. Oh, no, people. This this isn't – this isn't maybe today, but back then this was not for the everyday tourists. I mean, first off, the bathrooms were outside. Um, there was no air conditioning nor, nor heat. Uh, but there was lots of good food and lots of friendly people. And we spent two weeks traveling down. Well, we spent seven days going one way and then come back the other way. We had a ball. Yeah, we had a great time. We found some locals that we took with us, and they took us all over the place. And no, I didn't get shot by now. No <laughs> people like that. It was. We had a lot of good time. It was, it was a different kind of experience than I was used to. I had, I had a good time. there. So everybody did it went with us. We were driving a black and gold. Well, it looked like Smoky Abandoned TA is what we were driving. Yeah, I was getting in all kinds of shit with that car, man. <laughs> we got searched so bad, we come back across the border. It wasn't even funny. I told you, I said, you know this isn't our car. It's a rental, right? So be careful what you're doing. I mean, they had the dogs on. We had nothing in the car. We had Navy. We weren't going to have anything with us. But it was it was an insane trip. No no Santa Claus down there that I know of. No. Hmm. Well, no, you know, I was like today. I was talking to a friend of mine. I said, Merry Christmas. She almost slapped me. But she's not She's not a Santa Claus. Or she's a Kwanzaa, I think. Hmm. Yeah. She might be a Hanukkah, I'm not sure. But anyway, I, I do say happy holidays a lot of times. I really do. And then I say Merry Christmas, too. It's just one of them things. Yeah. yeah. All of our stuff, we, we do the Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. We do all three of them in all of our different things. Or just Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Or Happy Holidays, yeah, which I do a lot of the Happy Holiday stuff. Um, no, I don't say Merry Christmas. No, don't even, let's not even get in that conversation. No, it's not because of any of those reasons. I just, you know. I just say Merry Christmas, not because it's religious. No, just because it's you know, been ingrained in my head for 59 years. That's why. <laughs> it's just one of them things. Well, no, because most of my family doesn't matter. They're not going to get offended by it. Even though they're not Christians, they're not going to get offended by it. And like I said earlier in the show, I don't really get offended by it either because this really isn't Christ's birthday. That was at a different time. This is just the, the thing they did because they had a pagan holiday and the solstice and the Yule had to be incorporated in a pagan holiday. That's why they did it like that. Right. Don't get mad at me, people. That's just that's just fact. Get all hostile as you want, but that's fact. Jesus was not born on Christmas Day. Uh, and if you don't believe me, go 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 talk to the Jews and the Muslims. They'll be sure to correct you correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Romans might do it when they're gone now, but you know, it's one of the things. No, it's, it's fine. It's a great holiday. It's an awesome holiday and for even if it's 
some people say it's superficial, but it's an opportunity for people to chill for a bit and just, you know, to get back in communication with people they've not talked to for so long. Families together and people together, buy presents and eat good food. Yeah, eventually we had to go to bad Santa, good Santa, because everybody was spending way too much on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, people bad Santa, what we do is we put a cap on both the, the bad present and the good present. Everybody gets one good present, one bad. You got to draw a lot and get them. No telling what the hell you're going to get in this family. But um, it's just. We, better, we do that at our office. We do a. Um, we call it KK for Chris Kringle. And we do four days of like five, $10 gifts. To, you, you, have a, you have a hat, and then everybody on staff uh, draws names from of other people there. And then um, you gift that person for four days. Um, just, you know, little five or $10 things. And we have a little um, sheet that gets passed from people who've done what they want for their daily gifts and what they like for their final gift, which is no more than $50. And then on uh, Christmas Eve, or the last day of work that we have before Christmas, we will um, exchange gifts. And um, that's what we do there. So everybody gets one in the office, but it's just, it keeps it from being super expensive because we work together all year long. So we're all, you know, very good friends. So we just do it like that. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm seeing what Tara, Sarah's trying to sell me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, y'all know who Sarah is. Y'all see her running around here and there. But if you, if you go to any of the events where they're speaking, you'll get to meet her. But it's, um, I was just seeing what she's sending me. She's sending me some group of something. But for some reason, I lost it when I was crossing over. No, it's on galaxypress.com. People go over there and get you some good stuff. I like, look, there's all kinds of stuff. I would personally, I mean, I like the and the anthologies, but I would go over there and get some of the other stories that are on the site. I mean, there's just so much stuff over there to read. And John, you was the other day you would tell me steampunk this, steampunk that. Well, you know what? You can find steampunk there as well. Yeah. Just look around and see what you want. Actually, a lot of the artwork is kind of done in that style anyway. So uh I just go check it out. There's a lot of stuff. Go go get you something good. Yeah, Tim Powers, who's one of our judges, one of the longtime judges, was one of the ones who helped create Steampunk. He did an amazing article half a dozen years ago or so on the origin of Steampunk. He, tell, he tells the story how it came about. Well, well, no, Bruce, go over there. Look, I, I'll tell you this again, galaxypress.com. Ooh, it's real easy. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm not making another jingling. What are you crazy? <laughs> y'all are y'all have had too much eggnog tonight. I can already <laughs> tell by the way this audience is half this audience is already off from work now. So the, I mean for the yeah. weeks, so they're all being bad and, and mischievous. But all of our stuff, um, not to rise the future, but all the other um Warren Hubbard stories are on Audible too. So if people like audiobooks and want to go to Audible, you can get there and download it there. We've got um you know you can get you can get everything on audible.com as well. And Kindle. And Kindle. You know, Tasha, sometime next year, when things quieted down, maybe in May, because I know they're going to be busy, busy in April, I will bring John on and we will do who, what and who is Ron L. Helbert. I know I get a lot of questions about that, even though I refer you all to the site, but I will bring John on. I can only tell you what I know. John knows far more than I know. Okay, I'd so, love to do that. So, so we'll bring him on. We'll bring him on the central so we have a good, good two hours on Friday night. And we'll just sit down and go over who who is L. Ron Harvard and and who he was, how he started the whole nine years. I've actually learned a lot because John's taught me a lot. Plus, I've read a couple of books that John sent me, so I got a little heads up on y'all. But really intrigued. I know I get a lot of questions about this, and you really need to know who he is from somebody who actually knows who he is, not from the media, not from this, not from that, not from that site or this website. Go from somebody who actually knows who he is. Yeah, somebody who's read about him knows. John's read every damn book he has. 
Well, we could bring Emily too, but she's kind of young for this. She's a young, <laughs> she's like 26 or something, man. Oh, know. totally. Yeah, I'm totally 26. She, she's a pup yeah. anyway. Oh, yeah. Her, her and her sidekick, Sarah, who's like 12. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> every time I look at Sarah, I'm like, oh, man, you're like a pervert. Get away from me, girl. <laughs> oh, man. She, hope she ain't listening. I <laughs> just smacked the hell out of me next time she sees I just called her up here, so we'll, we'll see. Mm -hmm. when she oh, oh, oh. I love you, Sarah. Um, <laughs> no, but really, I know I know it's been a request for a while, and I really hadn't thought about it because with the holidays and everything going on, I'm everybody rushing around crazy. Um, but I will um, probably, and we'll probably wait till you know May sometime, or maybe yeah, because it's late, late April, right? Yeah, it's last week of late April, so um, yeah. so maybe yeah, we'll wait till May and give John and Emily some time to relax a little bit from being in Santa. oh my god i knew it they let the devil in the house man lord have mercy and who are you texting you like she keeps on writing me so he stopped listening to me because he was reading what you're sending him he said you're spamming him on the email so. i am he said you're spamming me and then i said every time i look at you i feel like a pervert because you're like you're 12 or something <laughs> Uh, no, people. This is Sarah. This when y'all hear me talk about Sarah. Now you know who I'm talking about. So when you, yeah. when, you when you go to Galaxy Press and you want to buy something, she's over all the sales. So stay away from her. She'll you'll end up buying a house. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just saying. Be careful when you get a name, Sarah. So I'm, I'm warning you. Look, I gave y'all fair warning, people. So I get that out. I'm not know, that bad, though. I, I know you're a sweetie, but I know you're a good salesman, too. So, it's a, <laughs> no, really and truly. I, I know we're talking a lot tonight, but y'all should go over to Galaxy Press, check it out. They got a lot of good material there. And I know you just sent me a thing on a, on a, on a, it looked like a package deal, but it disappeared off my screen. Oh, we shall oh. send it again, huh? Yeah, we'll we can tell send them right it now. It's still in my email, but it's not, where in the hell did it, wait, I done lost my whole email now. I done lost, all, oh, I know. Why. You got 175 countries listening to you right now, so go ahead and Yeah, so you sell, sell away. You got a bunch of people. You, look, you, you can sell one to Kim Jong Young right now. You could be famous. <laughs> You'd be like, what's it, what's it, what's it, black basketball? Oh, I can't think of his name right now. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, Dennis Rodman. You'd be like Dennis Rodman. You'd be famous yeah. like that. I, I know for sure now, I know for sure there's two people listening in North Korea because I can actually see it. And uh, what's nice about the live service, though, you can see, except for the radio side, and when we get on Roku, I don't know how much I see Roku. See, now two weeks from now, I have to bring you back. You'll be on TV, TV. Yeah. You'll be on television with people looking at you at 65 inch screens and stuff, 75 inch screens and stuff. Wow. <laughs> it's a uh, no, Roku sounds good. We've already started uploading. Um, matter of fact, I think one of the two of the ones I was on with y'all are already uploaded. They're not published yet, but they're uploaded. I don't know. I'm waiting for them to finish their website so we can send up stuff. But yeah, so Roku starts in January, and then uh, Amazon Fire Stick starts in March. Nice. And then Apple TV and Apple Phone starts, I think, in May. And then Samsung TV and Samsung Phone starts, I think, in July. And then Vizzo comes in, and then in, uh, it's internet television. So all that's like 4.5 billion people between all them places. Wow. So nice. we'll see how it goes, but see, it's TV, TV. So I'll actually have to look like a human being when I go on air. <laughs> it's done like a crazy. I've been warning the guests because we got a lot of guests coming out. So I'm warning y'all guys, it's gonna be people gonna be actually. And you know, everybody's got these high def TVs now. I mean, Lord have mercy. I was watching the girls the other day. I was watching, thinking, oh my God, somebody needs a facial, man. And I should even know them kind of things. That's I'm telling you, the TVs are ridiculous. That's I was right. watching one of Linda's. I think it was. Uh, What's that new Game of Thrones? So I'm watching it with TV. Where Sarah talks about uh, what what package <laughs> she sent you in the email. I don't see it now. Oh wait, yeah, hold on, that's it right there. 
Battlefield Earth. No, it's just like a package. Where did it go? Let me, well, let me go backwards. We'll tell you what it is. Okay, so Joe, this is what we basically have. We have over 70% off on a mm. few of the packages, like the audiobooks right now. The whole set is on a 70% off. So people, you need to go buy some books while they cheap. Uh, yeah. And that's at galaxypress.com, like Joe said 10 times already on the show. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yes. Well, you know, y'all got to gotta get in there. People got to get plugged in there. Let me see something. Can I do it? Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, can I get it on this screen? Let's see. Oh, man, well, let me pull y'all up on your screen. Why not? Huh. I was going to well, try. Hey, Joe, what's the picture behind you? I don't know. I can't see the picture. Oh, this one. Wait, hold Wait, this one. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. that one. Let, let me get out the way here. See, there it is. Right. For some reason, I'm only getting half of it in tonight. I must have moved my camera. See that, yep. guys? Look at, look wow. at that camera, That's a Frank Fazetta. Yes, it is. And it ain't going nowhere but right there. But there and, every, every, and every time I show this damn picture, I get like 100 people write to me. Oh, when you giving it away, I'm not. When you giving it away, I'm not. It's like that damn pet. Anytime I show that damn pet. When you giving it away, I'm not. Well, you know what? Away. So we have, we have two of them right now in stock. Two. And they're autographed. Get one. they're autographed and they're numbered. And they're 975 plus shipping and, and framing. They're usually 5750 Yes, and that's a cheap Christmas present these days, people. Especially yeah. in this economy. <laughs> it's a really cheap Christmas present. You don't even want to know how much I spent on Christmas. Trust me. Just trust me. Y'all don't even want to know. I don't even want to know, to be honest with you. I want to know. I'm, I'm hiding that. <laughs> you don't want to know. Trust me. It'll give you a heart attack. I'm going to I'm gonna have to actually go to work this year instead of goofing off all year. Well, no. I mean, just on BS stuff like food and stuff, we spent like a grand, but between all the furniture, I spent was it twenty six, thirty six thousand dollars on appliances. Wow! And then, then the flooring I put in my house is outrageously expensive. And this blackboard. <laughs> oh yes, and then then we bought all new furniture. We bought a nice dinette that seats ten, and then all new couches. Yeah, and I'm waiting. All my couches in, but I'm all pillowed back, and then we're waiting on our uh, new tables to come in and a new big seventy five inch TV to come in. Which is probably going right there behind me. Well, if you so, keep talking about all your services, someone's going to hire you from like New Zealand or Australia to come <laughs> refurnish. Hey, I, hey, believe it or not, I actually do that for people. Oh, yes, we actually do it. We go in and redesign. I had one couple, she, they were fighting. This was so funny. They spent a lot of money. They were fighting, fighting, fighting. I said, you know what? Let me show you all some plans. And I sent a bunch of stuff over the internet. Convex said that's exactly how we want it done. We both agreed, which was oh. a, they were stunned that they agreed. We put in uh, well, we put in white marble on their counters with this wild, this wild. It's a green African slate that we use as a backsplash. And then all their floors were actually hardwood. They they were with a cherry wood finish, which was just beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, we did it in a light tone instead of a dark tone. I think the floors cost them like seventy grand. Wow. And um, there was a lot of work too. So, but a lot of the stuff they wanted because they wanted white oak to start off with. I don't know why they wanted white oak, but that's what they wanted. We had a shipping annex. And then they decided on their baseboards. They seen this on TV somewhere. They wanted Spanish wood on their, for their baseboards with the bark on it. This shit is $375 a foot. Wow. And if you mess it up, you just bought it. So it's, it's so yeah, it's a it's, but you know rich people got money. I ain't got that kind of money. I can only spend what I can spend. They they spend on that remodel in that house probably with everything five 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 six somewhere somewhere close to six hundred thousand. Oh, yeah. And that was only two rooms. Oh, wow, I was stunned. Oh. 
Now I might I might have spent like a third of that, not even a third. I probably spent like ten percent of that. <laughs> they, they just I was stunned, man. I was like, okay, sure. And every time I turned around, they wanted something else. Uh, all their faucets are uh, those. Um, so the, 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 we put in this real fancy sink inset. And then all the faucets, so when you use this faucet, you can use it. It'll come out in a nice, like a waterfall. Or you can stop and have a sprayer. Or you can stop and have a straight drip. The faucet kit, I think, itself was something like $1,800 or twenty. It was $2,800, actually. And I was like, well, okay, which is, which apparently is cheap for rich people. Well, <laughs> She's there, like, there are that's... all kinds of art that, that people like, <laughs> have gorgeous houses like that. You go to yes. California. Actually, James, I know you're listening. I know you're listening tonight. And th there was a picture from this group here. Oh, was what was it? The lion? What the hell was it? It was at when I seen y'all. When I seen y'all in um. When I seen you, is that was when I seen you in Atlanta? That's why. Yeah, with the two lions or leopards and a beautiful female. So in that room where you get all them rugs and a big fancy fireplace, this would be perfect. You should go over there and look at this. I know. I see you in there. It's only a grand. You have to you spend more than that on your damn rucks. Give me a break, man. Right, come on with that. Hey, Joe. Uh, in case they want to get it, my phone number is 323-353-8869. 323-353-8869. And y'all don't call and harass Sarah because I will slap all of you people. <laughs> <laughs> I got big old long no, <laughs> She probably ain't having none of that. No, but James, you really would like it. Actually, you can go over to their site and see it. Go it's just not on the site because we only have one left. Oh man, I want how you're gonna have to talk to Sarah then so you can see it. I don't have a picture. Oh, you know what? I might from when uh, Emily and I were. Um, I'll look. I might actually have a picture of it. I might. I'll, I'll look and say, but I'm out. You have to wait till after the show. I'll text yeah. it to Joe. Well, there you go. She'll text to me, and I'll text. Do you want you just call her? Are you scared to talk to girls? How old are you? Like fifty? Come on, give me a break. <laughs> he, he just typed a big bowl of I'm scared to talk to her. That's because you said how dangerous she was. Oh, no, she's a sweet. Actually, Sarah is really a sweetheart. She's a good saleswoman, but she's a sweetheart. Yes, just don't get between Emily and her when they're selling something. Oh my God, you're going to buy half this damn store. No, because I was a salesperson myself, so I can, I can resist, but you four people won't have a shot. Uh, uh, no, you just missed them. They were in Atlanta and they were in Salt Lake City and they were in Vegas. And somewhere else, and then they went to Christmas parade. Mm -hmm. Now they're home in LA, so they're right there where they belong in LA, and they're uh, it's time to buy stuff. They can ship it. Oh, I doubt you can get it for Christmas. Uh, it's kind of busy right now. It's the only people I know guaranteeing shipment for Christmas was uh, Amazon put out a big thing today saying if it's in stock, we'll have it to you same day. And uh, two other companies did that as well. Best Buy, I forgot the other one, but it's only items in stock, and and that's because. They own like a chunk of one of the shipping companies. They, they just because they send so much shipping out. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't order anything right now. I mean, yeah, if it gets it, it's great. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect it. I mean, I got stuff coming in tomorrow, but that stuff I ordered two days ago. You might get lucky, well, or you can pay for overnight shipping. Yeah, you can pay for overnight shipping. Yeah, you could always do that. Yeah. Well, don't look at me. You got a phone. She gave you the phone number. When she texts me that, I'll text you that later after the show. I'll do it. No. Now, Kim Jong-young, I know you're listening. I know you're in this kind of artwork. You know, you need to buy one. Make Sarah famous for selling you something. I mean, she'd be famous, famous. They'll have her on NBC and shit. How did you sell him that? Oh, my God. Oh, come on. I know I know. it's one of the big wigs listening because there's two of y'all listening. Let's be honest. Nobody over there has internet except for the top people. So, 
Oh, yes. Well, we're not talking. We talked about aliens at the beginning of the show. No, it's too close to Christmas to do aliens all night long now. We won't do aliens again until uh, second week of January. And we'll be on Roku then. So you can come see us on TV. I don't know what the difference is going to be. I'll, I'll just be prettier. No, I'm not wearing makeup. No, it's not <laughs> happening. A little it ain't powerful. happening. Yeah. It ain't happening. I'm, I'm happy with what I look like. So we're, we're fine. Uh, again, galaxypress.com mm-hmm. and writersofthefuture.com if you want to submit something. No, you can't get in this year. They're done for this year. Y'all done for this year, right? So we have a quarter running right now. Oh, and do we? We got it. I thought we were done. So, for- well, we're done with volume 39. Right now we have submissions for volume 40. And the deadline for this quarter is the 31st of December at midnight. So you have a little bit more, a few more days here, about a week or so to get your See, story. Stephanie, you're 40, 40, volume 40. Look, that sounds like a thing to me. See, I know this. I know this girl. This girl writes like a tornado. Won't submit anything. Writes for her company for a living, by the way, and uh, she just makes jingles and stuff like that. But she, and I, and she's she's got like five novels sitting in her house. One I've read, which is really good. If I had a copy of, I just submit it. <laughs> She'd hurt me. No, really. But I'm telling you, you're not a professional writer. And, and what they uh, do a press for, submit one of the stories. Submit one of them short stories that you write for the kids. Just submit yeah. one of them. Yeah. Do submit it. Go. There's nothing yeah. to lose. Just send a story in. But there they're, a- even, they're not even going to know, John. And, and none of these guys even see the story until later on. And that's if you win. We only find it. We only know the stories once they actually win, or when we we do a blog at the end that that shows who all the you know honorable mentions are and silver honorable mentions. So we'll find out names after that. But before it goes to the judges, we don't see anything. Yeah, so, I think that I think they're happier that way too. But <laughs> no, really, they don't. And it is blind judge. No, it's blind judge. I, I've been there. It's it's. I'm not even going to argue with y'all tonight about it. Y'all go back. There's lots of past shows where I talk about this. Um, no, it's blind judge. It's exactly what it says. It irritates me too because I wanted to get him on something. <laughs> but it's exactly what it says. It is. You mean no? It's not like um, what do they call it? You know, they used to draw it a little. It was a little mouse or something. It was on all the boxes of cereal and different little. There was some little contest they used to have all the time. Uh, I can't remember. No, I know what you. I know exactly what you're talking about because my daughter went once, but I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what the hell it was called. It was like mini something or another, and it was just you'd just see it was like in the back of magazines, and so they would put a picture on it, and they wanted you to re- redo the picture by hand, not by tracing or anything. Mm-hmm. And the closest person to it would want, or the person who did it the best would want, because you could actually enhance it if you wanted to. Wow, that was that was that was like longer ago than I even want to admit to. <laughs> it's just that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. No, we're gonna give some lightsabers away. No, Kramer, you know me, you can't win. No, sorry. Nobody that works for the station or is a guest for the station can win. No. So you're saying I can't enter again? So listen, a good friend of mine the other night, she goes, she sends she sends me like 15 requests and she has her sister send me like 10. I wrote a boat back and said, you know y'all ain't winning nothing. And her sister actually got in on a number. I was like, no. She said, last, I week, said, last week I texted you a picture. I see. <laughs> no, no, people. Um, I don't know. Next year we're going to. I don't know if we'll be doing this next year. I know we're doing this. Uh, this guy really got into it. I mean, it was it started out at six, then it was twelve. It's been two a day every day since uh, we we started this, and he's wow. going to do two a day till end. So that's another what twelve or, or eighteen he's going to give away. He um, we're giving actually we're giving away four on New Year's Eve. Yeah, because that's our last night giving away. So we're giving away four on New Year's Eve, 
And uh, those are all going to be Star Wars replicas. They're not going to be. Um, actually, so far, he's only done two knockoffs. Everything else has been Star Wars replicas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if somebody, you know, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon Jinn, something like that. Uh, Master Windu. They just, well, he sends them to me by color. And then he said, you know what color is, who this is. And yeah, unfortunately, being the geek that I am, I knew who they belonged to. <laughs> but uh, he's, he's, been, he's been a lot of fun. No, we've given away a lot of them, and half of them have gone overseas somewhere. Any last, going out to California, though, for some any, reason. Any, any last questions for Sarah before she has to leave? Are, are you picking on Sarah again? See how she no. treats her. He treats her so bad. I know. No. I know. It's, She's awesome. Yes, they're all awesome. Actually, the whole bunch of them are. But guys, y'all, it, be sure she put out the number. So if y'all are interested in that picture, give her a call. Anything else, you can go over to galaxypress.com and boom and buy it right off the thing. You know, Sarah's watching y'all. She knows when she's like the, with the naughty list. So if y'all go over there and then you're naughty, you ain't going to get a book. They're going to say, oh, no, she did naughty. They'll just keep, no, just teasing. You go over there and buy whatever you want. They got a lot of good stuff over there. Personally, I would go for either, if you don't want, can't afford one of the pads, I would go for one of the drives, like one of, one of, one of these. They got them like these. Yeah, when they oh, look like this one. But yeah, so they got lots of material. It's a good way to start for someone who's just getting into this and learning about this. There's lots of stories, but you just want to go up. The pad is great because you can use it for your stories, but you can use it for anything else you'd normally use a pad for. So so it's yeah. like buying it's like buying an iPad with just a ton of extra material on it. Yeah, it's loaded yes. with everything, reading and listening. Yes, it's oh, great. It's, it's great. And it is it is great that so much audio is on there. No, how did you find out about that? Oh, you heard John and I talk about it. Okay. No, you don't get that, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> Mission Earth is not included on yours. I'm sorry. It just doesn't work that way. Somebody heard John and I talk about this a couple of weeks ago. That's what it's about. Well, when it comes out, they'll let you know and you can go buy it. How's that? Or I'll come right. on and we'll, we'll let you know. But there's plenty available right now. So and just, the books of Mission Earth are on there. The books. Not listening, now, but reading. Is now, now um, somebody asked me... A, where do they go if they want like uh, hard copies of L. Ron Hubbard's, some of the books he wrote, not, not, uh, not sci-fi, but just regular like these. Hold on. I got two of these, but I only got one in the room with me right now. Like these. Yeah. You can call galaxy press um, and get the Ron series. That's the biography on L. Ron Hubbard. It's a 16 volume biography. So it has every aspect of his life. It goes, has his whole military history, uh, got his humanitarian, all that is writing. There's one that's like, just essays and journals. Oh, we have yeah, a book. Yeah. Oh, what am I reckoning right here? Oh, okay. I thought that was a book that was something entirely yeah. different. So you, you can buy those through us as well, through Sarah. Yes. Sarah, go to galaxypress.com or call Galaxy Press. There's a phone number there on the website. Ask for Sarah. She'll help you out. Yeah, because a couple people heard me talk about them because uh, I had John sent me two and then I got a third one. I don't know where I got the third one from. Somehow I ended up one of the years I was out there with y'all. Somehow I ended up with a third one coming back. But anyway, oh, it wasn't though. So now I got I had three of them back there. So they're great reading, especially if you you know. That's why I said John and I will come on in in, in May, and we'll do a thing about who Elron Hubbard was. But these books are a real good start. Actually, actually, some little good bits, pearls of knowledge hidden in there too. If you actually reading, if you actually paying yeah, attention while right. you're reading. So, um, who he's like? What who? Oh no. Well, yeah, I guess, but you're talking about the guy who wrote Babylon 5. And yes, there are a lot of pearls of wisdom in Babylon 5, but I wouldn't make that comparison. It's a different type of comparison. Uh, no, it's not that there's not pearls of wisdom in Babylon 5. There is. It's just a, it's a d- different kind of thing. 
That's all I can tell you. There's no explanation for it. You'll just have to read them both and find out. Well, I've read the Babylon and I've seen the series. No, I know what you're talking about. But and again, there are great pearls of wisdom in there, but it's not the same type. It's it's just yeah, like you know, star stuff and stuff like that. That's all in Babylon Five. This is different. Hubbard wrote Battlefield Earth, which is that's the epic sci-fi and Mission Earth and Fear and Final. Which, by the way, starts in um, Monday. Battlefield Earth. You're gonna play the audio. Yeah, it'll play. It it, uh, played last week, and it's gonna play. uh, It'll it'll start playing Monday again. And it will play for 40 hours. So it plays It plays for five and it stops. And then the next day it plays for five and it stops. And then it goes up, I think, to seven. But um, it's going to play all the way until New Year's Eve. And then after it's over, um, what comes on after it is, um, oh, hell, um, now I can't think of it. I've read this thing a hundred million times and listened to a hundred million times. H.G. Uh, Wells, War of the Worlds. The Worlds. Yeah, so it follows that. So it'll be on after that. It's in its original radio broadcast or it's original tv broadcast so you can go listen you can see the whole thing you can listen when you get into this you turn off the lights and just chill out i'm telling you it sounds like there's something going on it's it's a great thing to listen to everybody who actually sits and listens to it's like oh my god i see why they panicked <laughs> so yeah. it's a good thing but the, the the um the battlefield earth thing is great there are just lots of great sound effects in there it's just 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 lots of good stuff in there all the way around there are some fabulous voices and you know i'm all about the voice because I'll listen to anything, but if, if it's not, if they don't have a good voice, they're going to lose me somewhere along the line. Uh, especially when it comes to storytelling, I need a voice that's actually going to hold me there. A voice, one of them solid voices. Battlefield Earth audiobook has 60 actors on it playing yeah. all various characters, 150,000 sound effects, original music. It's like, it's like the ultimate in audiobooks. Yeah. Yes. It, it's, it's, it's like one of them old days in front of your radio and fireplace way back in the, in the day before television was invented. Uh, it's just a great thing to do. If anybody has not experienced something like this, you should try it out and see how it is. Uh, I know recently there's been a big uptick in people wanting to listen to stories over the radio. This is a great one to listen to. It's a great one. We always have good audiences for it. it it's weird because, you know, some days you have more than others, but uh, it always does well. And people like it's uh, second year in playing it, I think now. And uh, it does well. People like hearing it. It might be a third year in playing it, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyway, it's 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 great to listen to y'all. Check it out. Like I said, it'll come on Monday. Uh, plays for five hours. Actually, it's six hours. It's six, six, and six, and then it it jumps up to eight. I believe it's either seven or eight, and then we play it all the way through until all, it almost ends right around midnight. Uh, actually, two hours before midnight, and then uh, that next one comes on, and then midnight clicks in, and then y'all are all ready for the New Year's. Mm-hmm. All sci-fied out for the New Year's. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah. When you're out there shooting your fireworks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it time to give away, Joe? We're getting ready to give away something. Yeah, I know John does look so different tonight. I know. It's so weird. He's looking good. That's a whole new look. A whole new look. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's somebody who lives in L.A. just wrote that. Just say, in case you want to go smack him, John. <laughs> Thanks, so let, let, me go find, let me go find what I did with these. Um, no, we're giving away two of them tonight. And we always get, now when the lightsabers, when we get the lightsabers where you get volume 36, 37, and 38 as well. But we're also going to be giving some of those away separate as we're going on tonight. And I know we're getting close. So what did I do with it? You know, sometimes I wonder where I put stuff. Let me just, let me just do it. Let me just do it. Bye. Bye, Joe. Bye-bye, Boo. Stay out of trouble. Don't let him beat you up. <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Is this the one? Okay, so is this the one? 
Okay, so let me find the two so I can pull them up. We'll pull them up one at a time. So, nope, that ain't the one I want. So, you've got this one. Okay, here we go. Let me pull these up. Let me put these where y'all can see them. Do, 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 present. I do like to share and screen stuff. It makes my life much easier. There we go. So, that's the two we're giving away. Now, what's funny about these is technically these are Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsabers. Okay? And you can change the color of the light. And these are the colors that are on right now in this particular one because I had to go pull it up old school. Uh, so, the, but yeah, they're both Obi-Wan. And you can turn them to green, which is Obi-Wan's color. Well, sort of. Remember, there's different Obi-Wan Kenobi lightsabers. So, you have the original one from the series, from the movie series. Then you have the new one from the new movie series. And then you have the one from the television series. Oh, yeah, they're all different. I know. They're the same but different. That's all I can tell y'all. So it's actually three. So we're going to give these away in a little while. For what? Well, if you want to go buy them, you can go buy them online. They're, uh, I believe these run somewhere around $800. Uh, last time I checked, they were $8.99 to be exact. And that's without the fighting blades. If you want the fighting blades, which is like what this one's got, they actually cost you more. Yeah, so see, watch. You, you can hear me wax something here in a minute. Selah. Love the sound of it. See, it's not glass, buddy. And this thing, this, this is going to be the last one we give away because my two new ones are coming in next week sometime. Uh, this one, it's all stainless steel. I mean, uh, aircraft aluminum. All of this is. It's none of it. It's none of none of it's cheap made. Uh, the, all the ones we're giving away have sound effects. So when you when you wig them around, they don't. No, this is just one. I like the hilt on this one. So I took it, and he said, oh, wait, they don't have sound effects. All right, they don't have sound effects. I, don't, I, don't, I can make them sound myself, man, when I'm attacking my dogs and the kids and stuff. Uh, it's more fun that way anyway. But these two are given away. Now, no, I'm not giving them to the same person. Why, you want me to give them to the same person? That's not going to happen. You're not going to win anyway. <laughs> so why do you care? No, I'm telling you, most of the people who's been winning lately have been from overseas. That's expensive shipping. Uh, yeah, and it is because these aren't exactly little. And uh, well, you can take them apart, but still, you want to make sure that the the blade itself. You don't want it to get damaged going over anywhere. So they box it up, they wrap it up, and box it up, and they double wrap it, and then they put it in a small box, and they wrap it again, and then they put that box in another box, and they ship it to you. I would imagine it's not cheap. No. I, would, I, I would think for overseas more than a hundred dollars, at least a hundred dollars. Not in the U.S., you can probably do it for twenty or twenty-five, but. Overseas is going to be at least 100. And some of these places were, you know, way down in Mexico. They were in Spain, you know, just different places. Well, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kim Jong-un is going to win the one. <laughs> oh, yeah. If he wins one, I want to know because I know one of these one of these times he's on TV, he'll have it in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay money to see that. I'm sorry to say I really would. No, when I say that, no, before anybody gets started, I didn't say Kim Jong-un was listening. I said someone – that's up in the echelon has to be because they don't have internet in their towns. Uh, so it, usually it's just people with power or money that can listen to us. Yeah. Over there, same thing in Venezuela. And uh, Cuba's different. Actually, we had quite a few Cuban listeners. I think last time I checked about 8,000 of them. They're probably using cell phones or something, jumping off of Miami Signal or something. Yeah, I know a guy. Well, when Obama was making it friends and we were going to open up with Cuba – 
I was talking with a friend of mine about going down there and buying cars because we knew somebody down there, actually a relative of mine. But that didn't last very long because all of a sudden it was, no, we're not going down there. <laughs> they didn't want us buying stuff out of there. Well, they got so many nice cars in the 50s, 55, 60 eras. Um, well, that's because they never could get cars in there. Russian didn't send them any cars, and the U.S. cut them off everything. Uh, so they got a lot of these down there. In the, in the U.S., they're worth a pretty penny. They're not worth much down there, but over here they're worth a pretty bit of money. And uh, you could get a lot of them, but no, they closed that down fast. I would like to see somebody down there win. Maybe, um, what's her name? Oh, I can't think of it. Uh, Miss, the daughter, daughter Castro. Not the brother, the daughter. She's supposed to take over sometime. I guess when uh, Rudolph kicks over, she'll take over. She swears when she takes over, she's going to normalize relationships with the United States and move into a, a not a full democracy, but like mostly democracy. They can vote for everybody but the, the, the leader. We'll see. That's what China did. China did that. China lets it then vote for everything but the leaders. Yeah, they, you can vote for your mayor and your governor and all kind of stuff. You just can't vote for the big guys. They're communists. <laughs> it doesn't work like that over there. So, wait, who? Okay. If you can tell me what year in the future or what, what not what year, uh, what century discovery went into the future, if you if you're Number 15. Hold on, I got to write this down because I sure the hell forget it. Number 15 and number 30. If you come in, I'll give you, run to art, you get to pick your color. But like I said, they change colors anyway, so it doesn't really matter. 15 and 30. If you can tell me, well, you can you can do century. That would work too. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. What the hell? You know what? I was just talking with Emily and John about this a few minutes ago. So if you were paying attention, you already know the answer. <laughs> Now, I've been, I've been making really, really easy answers. No, I'm going to give you 36, 37, and 38 with it. So when you get – so what happens is he's going to mail that, and we're going to mail these. They'll come in – they may come in at the same time, but they'll probably come in at different times. And then you'll you'll get – yes. Well, if you oversee it, you might get lucky and get it before Christmas. I'm mailing some stuff out tomorrow. So you might get lucky and get it before Christmas. But the saver, probably not. Uh, you might if you're in the U.S., but if you're overseas, you probably won't get it. So, ooh, look, 15's already there. Damn, that was fast. Y'all are just blowing through these things tonight, huh? Well, the, saber, the lightsabers are popular. Damn. So, Kyara, is that how I say that? Well, hello, Kyara. Nice to meet you. Sounds like a foreign name. Uh-oh. Where are you actually from? New York City. <laughs> like New New York or just... Oh, you're from Buffalo, New York. Holy crap. I feel for you already. You're a second winner we've had in Buffalo, by the way. What's going on up there? Well, no, somebody wants some books up there. You, you, if you want the purple one, yeah. Well, like I said, it doesn't really matter, but I'll include it in the thing when I send it to him. Yes. No, that was that was like Kyara, huh? No, I'm not going to say your last name online. Sorry, but I do sometimes, but I'm trying to break that habit. Buffalo, New York. Well, you might not see it for weeks. <laughs> From when I hit the snow, you're going to get up there. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're going to get three books. Mm -hmm. You can get 36, 37, 38. Uh, I might be out tonight. I know, because we're going to give away a few more besides that. I know, huh? Well, when I seen your name, I, I figured you were somewhere overseas somewhere. Well, we I thought we had someone, somebody win from South Africa, but I was wrong. 
yeah, when I was reading through the list last week, it was uh they were they were one 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 below instead of they just missed it by one. That's all. I don't know. I haven't seen anything in South Africa before. I can only imagine what it costs us in some town there. I mean, that's like the other side of the world, man. Jesus, give me a break. Of course, we sent something to Australia. We've actually had a couple of book winners in Australia, and I had a book winner that knows Pretty Boy. Really? Yeah, they wrote back to me, and we're talking about it. He said, well, my friend's in one of these books, and I said, who it is? And he told me, I said, well, I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks, but when I talk to him, I will mention you. Oh, you're talking about Chris? Yeah. Here. Chris knows everybody, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> he, he, he met enough people in Los Angeles that Friday night to keep him in friendship for months to come. He just never met anyone like me before. That's all. <laughs> he still probably forgot about that. Uh, Diane. No, Diane, you haven't got there. No, no. Y'all are at 28 right now. Um, you know what? I'll make this real easy for the writers and illustrators that are listening tonight. So I'm going to give away four sets. Let me look and make sure. One, two, Four sets, 36, 37, and 38. So four people, besides the ones that on a lightsaber, but each one is set. Okay. Yes. So maybe I won't make this easy. So y'all are regular listeners, but y'all aren't the listeners of news on the flip side. So a couple of weeks ago, John and I were talking about when the gala event's going to be held this year. I will give you a clue. It's in April, but you have to give me the date that him and I were talking about on this show. Okay. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't mention the date tonight. We did mention it on news on the flip side though. Yeah. <laughs> Chrissy goes, I'm going, I'm going right now. I'm going. I just started laughing. You know, the show was an hour long, right? I don't know if you'll make it. So anyway, for the people who were paying attention, I'll tell you what else I do for everyone who wins these three books night. I will send y'all a junior lightsaber that were sent to me the other day. They're in the Whoa. front. Of so they, now these are not like the ones you see in up here. They're only about, they're about 24 inches long, I think. No, they're made the same way. They're just like mini lightsabers. You know, like when you see the three swords set on these swords, like you see them a wall. I need to put them in here, but like the ones I have mother while I've showed from time to time, it's like that. So it's like a mini for that. Yes. I will send each one of y'all one of those. They're all blue. They're all like a light blue. Yeah, so I will send you that. Oh, did we get to 30? Where is 30 from? Where is 30 from? BC. BC is in British and Columbia, BC? Yeah. You damn Canadians, man. Y'all are something else. Hey, now. You're yeah. not a Canadian no more. The girls told me you're you're an American. You're not even an American. You're a Los Angeles girl. That's a whole yeah. different breed. <laughs> they, they don't put you as an L.A. girl now. They've disowned me. No, they didn't disown you. They just said you're L.A. girl now. No, I give you only trouble. She's from she's from uh, Canada, Toronto. Yeah, she 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 snuck a. She's probably an illegal alien, but we're gonna let it go because we like her. No. <laughs> as far as I know, there are no. Well, okay, I better not say that. There may be some illegal aliens from Canada, but I doubt there's many. There's probably more illegal Americans than there are illegal Canadians. Yes, I think a lot of us have been sneaking into the country lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you get the date, oh shit, you got it right off the bat. I, I'll tell you. Oh, no, I ain't gonna tell you that. That'll, that'll give it away. Never mind. So who is that? Somebody got the date right. Somebody got they got the date date that John and I were talking about that night. Right. 
it's uh so wait okay bc but what's your name i need who that okay if you scott you can't win because you're on the radio network. If you're Dave Scott, you can't win. You're on the radio network. So you better give me your real name or you can't get nothing. Uh, yeah, I know Dave Scott's from British Columbia. I know he's on my radio network. I know all about Dave. If it's really you, Dave, you know you can't win that right, dude. I will have to check up on you now. <laughs> it is. Anyway, we're going to let that slide. No, next now. We're not giving it to you now. No, man, you said you were Dave. You can't get it now. Uh-uh. See, you messed yourself up. Even if you're not, you messed yourself up. I'm not calling him right now. He's probably prepping for a show. Yeah, he comes on at what? 11 our time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have said that. Oh, you swear you're not Dave? <laughs> I'll tell you what. You're going to have to send an ID now. Just send me a copy of your ID or pop it up on the thing. What am I going to do with it, really? Come on. You listen to my show all the time. Okay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I, I, oh, wait. I see the text coming up. Hold on. I see it. Oh, you got my phone number. you definitely Dave. <laughs> you're out of here, man. Forget <laughs> it. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> you're done. Forget it. Uh, anyway, so that's not going to that one. So the, that lightsaber is still up. So where are we up? We're like on caller 45 <laughs> now. So whoever's, whoever hits number 50 uh, will get it. Ah, don't get mad at me. You don't want you shouldn't you shouldn't fool around. <laughs> you, shouldn't. you messed yourself up out of lightsaber. Well, hi Dave. Anyway, yeah, if it's you, Dave, we love you, man. You know that, right? Yeah. Speaking of that, I ain't been on your show in a while, man. See, that's another reason not to give you a lightsaber. See, <laughs> you're just messing yourself up all over the place. We haven't been on a show for a while either. Uh, I know. We're gonna have we're gonna have to talk with Dave. No, I haven't. I don't think I've told him about the Roku yet. I might have mentioned it to him. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Nope, 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 nope. Well, I see a couple of book winners. We'll get to y'all in a minute. No, I can't mention until all four of y'all have a win. I can't mention the number. That was slick, though. I'll give you credit for that. I almost said it. <laughs> I almost said it. I'll give you credit for that. Who? Well, we don't. Oh, you know, it's funny you said that because I was in the grocery store today. And this guy had his girlfriend in the basket. She's a little blonde. She's all crunched up in the basket. And I went around and said, is there a sale on them or something? <laughs> First of all, he didn't even know how to react. He was just stunned. I even said that. She just busted out laughing her ass off. You shouldn't put your girlfriend in the basket because people are going to ask stupid questions like that. Mm-hmm. What can I tell you? Oh, it was fun. It was all in fun, people. Don't get crazy now. You know, I don't like blondes. So it's not going to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, still, I don't see nobody. Come on. Who's gonna get that last lightsaber? Oh, we got three giveaways in the books. Who's gonna give away that lightsaber? I ain't mentioned nothing until we, we give away this last lightsaber. Dun 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 29th century. All right, so y'all got that finally. Oh, oh man, finally. Let me write this down. Margaret Mintz. Oh, I see a damn digit last name anyway. Damn it. Uh, Margaret Mintz, and where are you writing in from, Margaret Mintz? You are writing in from where? No ways. Oh, no, okay, I read that wrong. No, you're all right. And that's Seattle. I thought I said Saskatchewan or something. So we had a winner up in Seattle, Washington. She, you actually live outside of Seattle, yeah. Because nobody's going to know them little towns. You tell me some little town, they'll be like, who, what, where? I know what Seattle is. <laughs> I know Tacoma. That's about all I know of there. 
Um, well, I got a friend that lives in Portland. Yeah, she's she's an. I, I told her today she needs to get into politics. Yeah, she wasn't originally born in the United States, but she, no. And by the way, if you listen to that, you can't win either. And I know how you write, so don't even try. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, um, you'll get the other one. It'll, it'll be sent out. I'll probably get mailed out tomorrow sometime. Um, the way mail's running, you'll, you might get lucky and see it Christmas Eve. Well, Christmas Day is Sunday. Nobody's working anyway. And some mail carriers will be taken off Christmas Eve. Some will not. So I, I can't really tell you who it is. You will also see three books. They will go out actually in the morning. And um, they go out first class. So from here to there... Barring the holidays, probably three anywhere from three to five days, I would think. Yeah. <clears throat> so, well, no, they go a little bit faster than that, but I, I, I'd say three to five days. Don't get me wrong; everybody's trying really hard to get them out right now, but uh, I know. So, who's this? Seth. Okay, Seth. See, I almost said your last name. And where are you at, Seth? What part of the world are you writing in from? Oh, you got to. Well, you got to put your address and where you're writing in from. I have no idea where I'm going to send this. Oh, by the way, guys and girls, because all four of y'all, it was the 28th for all you idiots that didn't get it right. You know, I know y'all weren't listening because we talked about this several times and we mentioned the date on this several times. Yes. And I wrote it down. So when I asked y'all, I wanted to, well, because it's not always exact dates. So I wanted to write it down in case we were off by a day or two so last week. Yes. But, oh, hey, Seth, okay. Well, that's not bad. You're in the heartland, all right. Yeah, nothing wrong with the heartland. I mean, politicians like to skip over you, but I like the people in the heartland. Yeah. Iowa. Is there such, Is there really a place named Iowa? I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, no, I was just kidding. But anyway, uh, you'll get uh, volume 36, 37, and 38. Um, they'll be out, like I said, in probably three to five days. Uh, who is? Oh, yeah, I heard that. I don't forget. And your name is Summer Winters. Get out of here. I don't believe that. So, yeah. your last name was Winters and your mom named you Summer? Really? That's cool. I mean, that's kind of that's hippie ish, but that's, that's cool. I, I just looked down and seen Summer Winters, and I, and I guess no. I guess no. Look, don't hate. I'm just kidding. Uh huh. And where are you from? Summer winter. <laughs> you know that's how it's gonna be marked summer winter, right? So better be your right name. Well, uh, Tampa, Florida. Oh man, you're down in Disney World. We shouldn't even give you nothing because you're at Disney World. What was that? I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. My, my name's his kid Northwest. Oh, that's true, huh? See, I shouldn't even say that. I forgot all about that. I shouldn't even say that. <laughs> well, Miss Summer Winters. Uh, Tampa will probably get there. Uh, you might see it uh, Sunday. I mean, you might see it Saturday. Yeah, because tomorrow's Thursday. We'll mail out tomorrow. You might see it, actually. It's nailed between us and Florida. It's pretty fast. Yeah, because they put it on a plane and fly it down to Tampa. Yeah, so you might actually see it. Or it'll be out for delivery. Yeah, so you'll either get it uh, Saturday or Monday, one or the other. Yeah, who are you giving it to? Oh, okay. Grandkids. All right. right. So, so you can give one to each grandkid. How, how, you know, how old are these grandkids? I'm just curious. You don't have to tell me. I'm curious. Seven, 12, and 13. But he's well, from the 13 will probably work if they read. Seven will be yeah. 
Maybe a little bit. Seb was a little young, yeah, but oh, you mean you're teaching him to read? Okay, that's fine. No, I mean, if you're reading with him at home, well, there's nothing in these books that are harsh, and there's nothing that's going to mess up a seventh grader. No, I mean, nothing that I've read. I've read, I've been in, I don't know, like 70s books, and I haven't seen anything that I would, I would find offensive to a child. No, we always, make school okay. Yeah, I always list them as PG on the network, so. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen anything. I mean, unless you just, they're, they're not even, I mean, just some scary stuff, but not like, you know, like you'd see on Netflix or something. Mm-mm. We, You know, it's not like that. No, they're real careful about what they let in. That's I'm quite proud of them for that. That's a hard thing to do. It's a hard niche to find and still be able to sell a good story. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just so much sex and violence and just hatefulness and in, in, in reading in TV these days. I'm glad you're teaching him to read. Go summer, winter. So, so you're teaching him to read and wait, what? Oh, you're teaching him the tactile sensation of a book. I can understand that. I, I you know, not me personally. I'd rather listen because I just, for whatever reasons, I, I prefer to listen. Um, when I was young, I did, but I, I don't have that kind of time anymore. It's just easy for me to plug in and go. No, she can't tell me nothing. Michelle could go over there and do her own damn show. She'd stay out of my business, what she needs to do. <laughs> no, I know she's on. She'll be on the station side in a few minutes. Yeah, it usually kicks in the station around 10 after, I think, is when, when it kicks in. Or maybe not tonight because the computers don't look right. We'll have to check on that. Um, we still got two. And let's see who this is. Hamus. Am I saying that right? Hamus. I'm not even going to attempt your last name. <laughs> Just not even going to attempt it. Hamus, where are you writing in from? Are you really? Well, I'll be damned. Let me write that down right now. Israel. Hmm. Nice. All right. I think you're a new one. I don't think I've ever sent anything to Israel before. I, I know we got listeners there, but. Oh, well, it's true. We do usually talk aliens. It's Christmas holidays and John and Emily are friends of mine. So we're giving away stuff from writers of the future because well, we want y'all to get interested. Yeah, I, I will put them out tomorrow and um, just make sure you give me the town because I noticed it's, I didn't recognize it. So make sure it's, it's all spelled correct. And I, I will send it out and uh, you can get them and enjoy them. They're great reading. They're a lot of fun. Well, i tell you this much. I, I would bet you money everybody who wins a book tonight will go so, sooner or later go buy some of the other books. The stories are good. They're just easy reading. It's entertaining without, it's just entertaining with all the nasty. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, to me, it's entertainment without the nastiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed, well, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I enjoy some stories better than others because some stories are more into the genres I read. But um, there's a couple of them that stuck to me for some reason and that I really enjoyed. And there's one particular one with the monster and a kid I think is perfect for any child to read. It's it's just enough scariness and just enough fun that it's it's a it's a good story for people. Really, all the stories are like that. Just, that just check them. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why it's stuck in the back of my head. It's and uh, there's just there's just a lot of stories and there's great artwork in there as well. I guess it's like, the first story in volume thirty-eight. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it is the first one, and maybe that's why it's sticking with me. Um. No, y'all should check them out. It's just, again, it's reading. Anyone can read this. You're not going to be offended. You're definitely not going to be politically offended. Uh, I, I asked you what you wrote up there, Marsha. No, there's none of that in there. They don't, they don't, they don't put none of that in their books. No. No. It has nothing to do with politics. I, I'm telling you, I've been there. It hasn't got nothing to do with politics. 
You can no. read, you can read through all of these books for as long as you want. Writers of the Future books, you're not gonna find anything related to it. not politics now. It's just not what they write about. Uh, it's really who wants to come on? You, you, you want to hear politics turn on CNN, NBC, Fox? I mean, come on. There's lots and lots of that crap. Um, any given day, I mean, you come listen to some Friday nights, we're talking about it. So, I mean, look, if politics your thing, there's lots of that out there. But in these books, not so much. And let me see, let me see. We still got one. Rhonda, I ain't seen nobody named Rhonda in forever. No, I'm sorry, sweetie. I'm not trying to be offensive. I just used to have a good friend named Rhonda, but I haven't, I haven't seen the name Rhonda in a while. So you sound like a down home girl. Where are you from? Chicago. I should have known that. I, I was hoping you like one of the Sunnybrook Farms girls from the Middle East. Or something. I mean, not from the Middle East, the Midlands. Man. Well, no, it makes sense that the bigger city is going to win because we have more listeners there. The smaller the town, the less listeners we're going to have. The larger the town, the more listeners we're going to have. Places like Chicago and New York, at any given time, there'll be eight, ten thousand people listening to us, like any other FM station there. So yeah, but if you're talking about you know some little farm town, we might have five listeners in, and sometimes they're scared to call in and stuff like. I, I get a lot of people write to me who tell me they're scared to call in. We're going to do something with people. Wow. Nothing's going to ever happen to your information. Period. I mean, I've been doing radio for 22 years. No one's ever complained about their information being out. We don't even share like everybody else does. We don't sell your information out or anything like that. It goes into a file. When we're done with it, it actually gets deleted. I know. Isn't that a freaking stunning thing? Uh, we'll be giving away lightsabers tomorrow. I'm going to pop in on Michelle. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of guest hosting with Michelle on and off. Uh, Amelia's uh, her family's having some some medical issues, having some surgeries done uh, throughout the holidays and right after the holidays. So I'm going to be popping in over there, helping her out from time to time. Yes, Mr. Roche. She's the boss, man. I don't even mess with her. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny you brought that up, Christopher. Yes, she is the manager of the station, and yes, she does hire and fire at her will. She don't have to have my permission to fire your ass or to hire you. She doesn't. She likes to keep me in the loop just so I know who's on my network. <laughs> that. She, no, she's the boss. You know, I've said this a hundred times. I'm going to say it again. I know she's not listening because she's got other stuff going on, but I don't hire. It didn't matter what business I have. I don't hire somebody that I have to babysit. That's not, that's not why I bring people on. I bring people on so I can go do whatever else I'm trying to get done in my life. Uh, yes, that's just how it is. And she's doing a great job. She's, she's turning our daytime slots into, it's going to be Canadian and, and British. It ought to be interesting because we're getting ready to go back on FM. Probably this, uh, the big F, FM probably sometime early spring or late summer or early summer. And um, it's going to be an interesting drive time for anybody listening to these shows. Yeah, well, Americans like to listen to Brits and Canadians and Australians talk. I don't know what that is. Y'all are weird. Actually, the ones that cracks me up when y'all want to talk with them Irish and, and, and Scottish, I never can understand what they're saying. Like, yeah, and the rock. I'm like, what? Can you repeat all that, please? Do Canadians really sound different? Huh? No, Canadians, well, all right, this is what's weird about Canadians. So Toronto Canadians, big city Canadians sound just like most Americans do. Yeah. But just like all the rest of our country, as y'all as you get further away from the city, your accents tend to change. Like your your East Coast and your West Coast sound different than each other, just like ours do. You know, West Coast out here, y'all got Hollywood out there, and y'all have a totally different accent than 
the people up north and northeast and New Yorkers and stuff like that. When you listen to New Yorkers, you think you're in third world country sometimes. Um, I'm not kidding you, man. It gets rough some days up there. No, I love y'all New Yorkers too. And by the way, New Yorkers, I was quite proud of y'all when Hurricane Sandy hit. I seen the spirit of New York actually alive, giving out food, taking care of people, helping out people who didn't have insurance. That's the way you handle that kind of stuff. I was actually proud of y'all. Because usually I'm hating on y'all. So take the compliment when you can get it. Uh, that's just one of them things. Um, tomorrow we'll be giving away a few more books. I got, I got to say, I got one case left. Well, maybe one case. I might have to. I got to go look and see. Well, Linda hid two behind my bed for some reason. Like she was stockpiling them or something. I'm not sure what that was about. I'm like, baby, you want some of these books? You know you can just get them if you want them. She's actually reading. I think she's reading volume 37 right now. And, uh, of course, for her, it's going to be like, all right, I'm done. Give me another book. Uh, no, we got to go here in a couple of seconds. What, real quick, what you got? Um, who designed the course? No, Emily designed the course. Who the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Whatever name was I've never even heard a name, and I've been all around with these people. No. What's name? It's Burrell... Hoffman, I have not heard that name anywhere. I, I have no idea who that is, what that is. I've never heard that name. Oh, you know for sure they made the course. You see the woman sitting right here in front of you? I ain't even going to argue with you about this. These are people in charge of the damn website right here. Oh, man. Y'all people, again, y'all have too much eggnog tonight. I can see it's going to get worse <laughs> as the week goes on. No, really. They haven't heard a name. I've never heard a name. I don't know who you're talking about. So they, 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 oh wait, not only did that, they designed the whole Writers of the Futures website. You're on crack. You, whatever. Uh, you know what? Write a book and win. Then you can come meet him. Then you can ask him in person. Really? <laughs> I'm just being honest. No, I'm pretty familiar with most of their staff and I've never heard of them. I mean, I'm not familiar with everybody, but I'm, I'm, I've never heard of them. Sorry. Well, I know Emily had a lot to do with the course and a couple other people, but I know. Mad Moon, you definitely on. on. All right, no more you. Somebody's mm -hmm. definitely drinking eggnog. Well, we got to go in a couple of seconds. I'm Bad Moon Wolf Boy. Who in the hell is that? That's like sounds like something out of a steampunk sci-fi crossover movie. Okay. Yes. Well, you see, that's a pretty good story. Send that send that to Writers of the Future. There you go, writersofthefuture.com. Yeah, send go. it in. So you might win. You or you might give a judge a good laugh. Yeah, exactly. If you want to enter the contest or do the free online workshop, that's writersofthefuture.com. If you want to check out the books, that's galaxypress.com. That's where you also can speak to Sarah, who you all met earlier. Yes, little sweet Sarah. She looks all innocent and sweet. Y'all better watch out. <laughs> no, I love Sarah Dessa. So Y'all don't, don't take it the wrong way. I really do. She's a lot of fun. Yeah. She's a hard work, a lot of fun. Matter of fact, I haven't met anybody with Writers of the Future that's not hard working. I had nobody. Everybody's always busy. They're always moving. They're always working. And guess what? They're doing it for y'all. Right. Ain't none, ain't none of these guys becoming multimillionaires from this. No, they're not. No. Hardly. I mean, I, I'm sure they would like to be, but still. Um, no, I, I can honestly tell you. Look, y'all go on my research for how many years now? And I've researched them just like I'd research anything else. No. Yeah, the whole thing was donated by Elrond Hubbard. He made that into his will so that it's constantly being funded from his royalties. And that's how it's paid for. So that's how we're able to do it because it, it was his contest that he created in 1983. 
<clears throat> and he, he just wanted to ensure that it was continually endowed. So that's where it comes from, all the money for the mm -hmm. flights, for the hotel, for the paying for the contest. And they spend some money, people. Don't think they don't. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's, it's rude to ask that. But no, um, no, they spend a lot of money. Look, I mean, they flew in people, let's see, last year, what was six, seven people? people overseas? Eight, eight, huh? Seven? Yeah. And, um, yeah, and as far as Australia people, I mean, that's not like a little cheap ticket there. Even a cheap ticket's not a cheap ticket from that. <laughs> just, just no, and and they take really good care of you. They put you up at the hotel. They take care of you. Well, no, you better feed your own self, you little pigs. Um, no, really, they do. No, they they take care of you. And then you get, and if you're lucky enough to win, you get to meet Joni. She's the whirlwind. Oh my God, y'all ever see the book, The Dune? She's the whirlwind in the boon in the book. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> No, I love Joni to, to death. She's great. No, she's just hard working. Uh, anytime I see her, she's well. It doesn't matter who it is. Anytime I see any of them, they're always doing something. Yeah, they're always doing something. Uh, if, if they had to sit still, I think they would explode. I really do. I don't think none of them can sit still for more than an hour. Oh no, they they always got something going on. They're always doing it. But we got to get out of here, guys. We're twenty minutes over our time. Uh, everybody had a good win tonight, so we gave away what three, six, nine, twelve. 15, 16, 18 books tonight That's and amazing. two lightsabers. So um, y'all go out and read and join right back, right to them. You can, you know, by the way, when they're on the show, you don't have to write to me. You can write or you can go over to Galaxy Press or Rise of the Future and hop in one of the forums or, or pop in an email, text and send them what you think about the books. Because mm -hmm. you know what I want to do? They're going to get in a file on my computer and they'll never get looked at again. <laughs> well, they might one day. I don't want to lie. But still, most of the time, that's where that stuff ends up. No, I appreciate y'all writing in, and I will tell them anytime you write into me. But you know, you can write into them. It'd be nice to write into them. Well, because if you write into me and you label it something right as the future, I'm going to have to read it. <laughs> if, a lot of times, people write into me if I don't notice it or if, if it doesn't have something that tags, it doesn't catch my attention. It gets put in a different folder, and somebody else reads it. Mm, yes, because I'm busy and I got a lot of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Glenn. You want to come help me remodel my house? Come on down, man. <laughs> Put you on the spare rooms. <laughs> Put you to work, buddy. It needs to be pressure washed outside. You can start out there first. Yeah, while it's freezing cold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, before we go, so y'all will see this. Sometime over the weekend, I will take my uh, hose, and I have a big, um, we call it a chicken tree. It's a cherry ball tree. And uh, in the backyard, and I'm going to put the hose on a fine mist. And over the weekend, it will make a seriously, seriously big ice sculpture. Wow. I do it every, anytime we get this kind of cold weather, I do it. It's fabulous. I got to leave the water drip anyway. So this is a way to let the water drip and to get something nice out of it at the same time. Plus any of the funky dead limbs, it breaks off. So it helps to prune the tree too. And uh, no, it helps to keep the tree warm. Yeah. The tree don't get cold. It actually gets warmer. You'll see it. You have post many of them over the years. Yeah. It's cool as hell actually. But anyway, we got to go. I want to thank Johnny and Emily for joining us. Or Emily and John for joining us. Yes, Denise. Well, sometimes I put Emily's name first. So now, nah, 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 nah. I do. Sometimes it's Emily and John. Sometimes it's John and Emily. It just depends how I'm writing it that night. Okay. Anyway, good well, night, happy everyone. Holidays happy everybody. holidays to everybody. Yes. Happy, happy holidays. Y'all go over and harass Michelle now. Uh, tell her Joe sent you over there to harass her. You should start writing immediately, harassing her, saying, Joe said it would be okay if we harass you, Michelle. Yes. That's what y'all should do. Anyway, good night, everyone. Didn't hang and go over and see Michelle DeRoche on the outer realm. And I'll see all y'all next week or Friday night, depending on what you're doing.